out of control, I'm out of control Out the park, park centerfold Yeah, hard to say, I'm overload In no parking space, on the road Yeah, I'm out of control, I'm out of control Out the park, park centerfold Yeah, say your breath, I'm too cold Yeah, devil hate me, wanna take my soul Yeah, I am just a source of what you stole I'm about to knock it out the park Yeah, centerfold Yo, 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 what's good, what's happening, we back, brand new episode of Black Talkers of the Culture, the Shabbat, the Jay, got the squad on here, Cam, got Cam on here, what up, what up, you see in this bitch, and then we got Trail Sav on here, I just saw LeBron get the dumbest foul on the man, hey, be that way sometimes, so we all here, we all surviving a cla- another classic Midwest Chicago snowstorm. Be that way sometimes, but fuck this weather. It, but we're here. Make sure you copy some you tweaking media merch on uh, Teespring. You know what it is. Go on Teespring, search you tweaking media, copy your T-shirt, copy your face mask, copy your hoodie, whatever it is. Cop. We greatly appreciate all everything that you guys give us. And if you're on YouTube, like, comment, subscribe. If you're on uh, SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, whatever, follow, subscribe, and follow us on, on Twitter at the Black Otakus. But let's go ahead and get right into this episode. Uh, what we've been reading, watching, and playing. Uh, as always, I go first. Uh, reading, shout out to One Piece. I sort of read the My Hero spoilers, but nothing substantial i feel like we need to talk about it and i don't really remember off the top of my head uh what else did i read anything else no that's it watching uh shout out to promise netherland this this week's episode was really good for promise netherland uh i forgot this moment happened in the manga where uh the humans pulled up on them in the shelter like that was a really intense moment i like how they scripted and animated it uh also, I saw somebody I, drop that shit recently. They said that shit boring. Hey man, I told <laughs> niggas like after the first episode was gonna be a lot of talking, and when the action comes, it comes and it it come and go until we get to Leaky Pond or whatever the hell it's called. So you, you niggas gonna drop drop until Leaky Pond drop come, come around, G. Oh, Goldie uh, Pond, Goldie Pond, where the hell it's called? Look, that damn lake. The boot camp, or, or you can drop right when you' about to get to it, like I did. Like Cam literally dropped it at, at its right before it got to its peak, which is that was funny as hell. And I ain't uh, looking back. <laughs> he ne- literally, I was, I was the source to tell everybody what was hap- what happened. If you listen to previous episodes, you know what happens in the manga. Uh, but yeah, so Promise Netherland was actually really good this week. Uh, I caught up on Black Clover. All I'm gonna say is that nigga Xenon, whatever the hell his name is, the. Uh, that's a real ass nigga, G. He, he said, look, man. Oh, he said, look, you niggas. He said, all right, you sent some of your best potential niggas somewhere else to go train. I'm coming to your hood and said, I'm about to do work. And that nigga did work. He came to the best squad, the Golden Dons, what the fuck them niggas is called. While you know was getting, uh, while you know was getting backstory and shit. And it was like, I'm gonna work all you niggas. I'm gonna let my niggas kill you, kill my, kill you niggas, 
and I'm gonna send my niggas that rape niggas the rape and like G nigga they was getting out the paint G out the paint bro and then unfortunately like my man Van just did get uh somewhat bodied by a nigga uh by uh Xenon who also by the way has the same powers as Kimimaru from Naruto and he does it way better way freaking better so shout out to that bone uh bone magic being used in perfection but that that was a great episode that was a really freaking great episode I was impressed niggas dying tells me all I need to know that the stakes are raised even when the nigga when he tried when they tried to bring niggas back to life say yeah he gonna stay dead he gonna stay dead he gonna stay dead he gonna stay dead too, and you know got bodied, and I was like, damn, off screen body. Did, by the way, did you did you care about anybody who like died? No, I, I didn't. I didn't. But at the same time, <laughs> it be that way. They made me somewhat be like, oh, he, he. I know he had a name. That's all that mattered. He had a name. <laughs> like, and filler kind just, of made me care a little bit too. I just like I just like how this the pull-up proved that the golden dawn is like low-key garbage like the niggas low-key ass <laughs> with like the exception of you know and um the freaking vengeance uh, yeah the captain everybody else is fodder also uh seeing... also teleport buddy's brother oh, oh Finneral's yeah, brother yeah, yeah, yeah Finneral's yeah. brother yeah like i just like seeing them get, get just get pulled up on i'm just like yeah, if this was um this was my uh my boy uh austin squad bro shit would have went different Black bulls would have pulled up. Xenon still probably would have bodied most of them, but the 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 his the homies he brought to for the ride was like he, they would have got washed. But yeah, it was it. I was a really great episode, really great episode. Um, they did make you know look good like, animation wise, but it was based around them, so it was like whatever. But uh, I really enjoyed the episode. That was a really great episode. Anything else worth a damn? I watched no. No. Uh, also, the hidden dungeon anime—they really get it. They get in there when it comes to the etchy moments. It's like really getting. They get in there in terms of how this nigga gets LP life points when doing erotic shit. Cause he got an ability where if he sees a woman, like if her panties slip or whatever, he gets life points now. I was like, this I just really want to have like a like an interview with like some of these the, like the people who make these shows. And just go like, so you never been laid before, right? <laughs> like one day when we when when we can't talk to these people and we have an official translator, that's gonna be the funny part. We have an official translator if they don't know English. I want them to be able to explain to us this shit. G, it'd be hilarious as hell. Um, but yeah, that that episode was actually kind of fun, funny as hell as well. Um, that's it for reading. Now for playing. Alright, for our listeners, viewers, whatever, I need at this time to share some information. Uh, my PS5 turned into a PS4 Omega. And when I say that, it means it did, it stopped playing PS5 games. Every PS5 game crashed. So if you was wondering in the pod, like, how come Christian ain't playing 2K or Spider-Man? Because it got to a point, it crashed non-stop. 2K crash at the main menu. So I had to send my send my PlayStation to Sony last week. I was like, I couldn't take it no more. And also I didn't buy pay six hundred dollars for a PS5 a PS5 PS4 Pro part two. I'm just keeping it real. But plus. Pretty much. <laughs> so I got my shit back. I'm happy. Uh been playing 2K. 
Uh, I downloaded Spider-Man early this morning and played it for a little bit and make sure that ran perfectly. That runs so much better. So now I can finally finish Spider-Man and be a happy young black man. And so I'm looking forward to just back to getting my gaming shit. But 2K has been fun. Fuck that league. But it's the league. It be that way sometimes. Also, um, what else I've been playing? Madden was actually fun. I played a game of Madden. And Astro's Playroom is fun as hell. It's still fun as hell. If you need 20 minutes after getting pissed on, pissed off by 2K, so that's it. That's it for me for game on the gaming side of things. And that's oh, it. so you good, Chris? Yep. All right. Sorry in advance, my niggas. Didn't read nothing. I watched Jujutsu Kaisen. Um, I watched a series called The Corner. Now I'm about to talk about crackheads in Baltimore. So. <laughs> See, it's impossible. There's a thing. Let me close out this game I'm playing, right? It's a trail set, man. So let me actually look into the camera and be able to talk to these people who so graciously talk, uh, so graciously talk to us. Um, woo! I'm sorry, but yeah, the Lakers almost just, got just, gamed by Daniel Thice. Almost. Yeah, I, I, I just saw that too. So, um. Excuse me. Here at Black Intelligence the Culture, we do a thing at the end of every episode. It's called a clown. Uh, if you open your Bibles, if you open your Black Intelligence Bibles to clown, chapter 4, verse 6, details everything, full transparency, uh, that everybody deserves a clown. Um, so, not too long ago, my birthday was a thing, right? I, my, my homie Cam gave me a $100 gift card to PlayStation to buy it again. So, just so happily, PlayStation ain't got no motherfucking games like it's called an Xbox 360 or something, you know, Xbox One or some shit. But I was like, we review games on this pod. So let me start taking initiative and playing games that probably nobody else is going to talk about. Except for Madden. Madden, I did that purely so I can have another game I can beat Chris in. So, when um, I bought Assassin's Creed Valhalla, and we had this whole episode about me talking about how shit the game is. It's not about that. This this clown is not about that. I'm not about the clown Assassin's Creed Valhalla, Ubisoft, Vikings, bitch ass niggas, ass art. I'm not about the clown of that. I'm about to give a clown to Trail Sav. I set the president already about clowns, right? I gave myself a clown token when Game of Thrones season eight happened. I'm okay with this, but particularly reason I give myself a clown, cause I'm dumb as fuck. Now, do I think I'm a fucking retard? Of course not. Do I think I'm just some fucking bumbling idiot that walks around and do, no. But I make stupid ass decisions. And I made a dumbass decision. Of course, we review games. Of course, we talk about these things. But what made me in my fucking mind think that that game I was actually going to be able to fucking complete? Shit wasn't going to fucking happen. Long story short, Trail Sav looked up the trophy list. And he saw like, damn, I can get a platinum in this. 
It's not that hard. It's a buggy ass game, but I can get the platinum. Is I platinum Cyberpunk? Not that many bugs get compared to Cyberpunk. Not that not that many games have many bugs as fucking Cyberpunk. So it's like fuck it. We do this one playthrough. They said a hundred hours. Shit, I can put a hundred hours into a bunch of shit. Working from home, I got nothing but time and opportunity. So I go to a quest. Mind you, sad quest in that game, fucking ass. You gotta complete all the sad quests to get to 100%. So, we go to a quest. And go in this little room type thing. And it's basically the quest is go and take these things out so this man that's at the top can come down and escape. Dumbass sad quest, but it's easy. I went up there, took forever to take these things out that fucking room. So he can come down and walk out. He never walked out. So I'm like, okay, maybe it's still too many things up in there to clear the spot. So I just start breaking shit. I'm fucking Viking. That shit happens. Never comes out. So I go up to where that fucking man is at. The man's not there. So I'm like, okay, man's not there. Let me meditate, take some time. Probably he'll pop back up later. Meditated a couple days. Got to saw evil, ugly ass face multiple times. People outside doing people outside things. Man's not there. The fucking NPC disappeared. peer. Not dead. No, 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 no. It's not dead. Because NPCs can't fucking die in that game. Because it's about fucking Vikings and Assassin's Creed has a problem with NPCs fucking dying. If they're not an enemy or if it's not you. Because Assassin's Creed's fucking stupid. It's realistic. It's realistic as fuck. Because <laughs> you know Vikings love to save niggas. So, I, he, he fucking disappeared. The pure anger I had when I found out that one NPC can fuck up an entire fucking game. Cause I can't com I can't complete the fucking game because he don't exist anymore. Why, Daytrail? Why would you subject yourself to bullshit? I do it with multiple games. I see Call of Duty, I say fuck that. I'm not playing no ass. I I, I see I, I see multiple gotcha games putting up banners and say fuck that. I'm not playing no ass. I see uh, uh, Phoenix Rising, no. Godfall, no, I'm not playing no ass. Hitman, I'm about to get bored in the first 20 minutes. But what made me think to myself to go and waste not only my time, but Cam's gift, my sanity, What's the time on this podcast because I've talked about the fucking game. And think that the outcome was going to be good. So, we have this thing called a Clown Hall of Fame. And I'm going to put Daytrail in the Clown Hall of Fame, my whole self. Fuck that. I'm not motherfucking nigga. Of course I'm not going to go in there. But I am going to put something in the Hall of Fame. And that is called Trails gaming intuition 
Cause I'm a, that shit is a clown. <laughs> Whatever made me sit up there and be like, oh, I'm gonna get some fun out of this. My birthday was January fucking ninth. It is the thirtieth, like I believe. Two and a half weeks. About two it didn't even weeks. last a month. <laughs> Not even a full month. Like two and a half weeks, three weeks. Man, only knocked that because Chris ain't got it. Well, Chris didn't have it. I want to keep that game with my sister when Chris ain't have it. You know what I'm saying? Madden's still purpose is going to be fulfilled. I'm going to be able to beat Chris in every sports game known to man. That is a prophecy in the Black Otaku's Bible. Read it. It's under Trail Savage better than Chris in gaming. So. <laughs> <laughs> this nigga beat me. Hey, look, man. All I'm going to say is this. If you beat me in, in the show, I will concede. I will concede it live on this. No, we gotta, we gotta play NHL. But... No, I'm good on that, bro. <laughs> I'm good. Well, uh, long story short, so everybody else can have their time. This goes out to anybody prescribing to 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 buy any Assassin's Creed games. Am I gonna flat out and say don't buy Assassin's Creed right now from you Ubisoft? They're gonna ruin your life. They're gonna do that. Am I gonna say that? Hell yeah, I'm going to say that. Don't <laughs> buy Assassin's Creed for fucking Ubisoft. It's going to ruin your fucking life. And I'm done. All right, cool. Uh, DC, you, you got next. Uh, I'll start with what I read. I think the Berserk chapter came out like either a week and a half ago or something like that. I didn't talk about it last time, but um, me and Chaz have the same opinion to where the chapter was good, but... Because this shit is like, um, what's it called? Not even annually. It's like biannually. <laughs> it's like whenever he feels like it, I'm gonna drop it. We need more, and I'm tired of like. It's the same thing with Villain Saga because that's what I'm gonna talk about next. Both, I feel like, either just wait till you could drop multiple or don't drop it at all. In my opinion, because if I'm reading it. And I feel like I only read like five pages because that's just how quick I went through it. It ain't that ain't it. I, I'm just gonna wait. But Berserk, it was a good chapter though. Like, um, a lot of the theories that the community have are coming to fruition. It's making us excited for the next arc whenever we get that. Uh, we know Miura is working on like different teams and helping him make his manga work more efficient. So I'm more hopeful with Berserk than I am with shit like Hunter Hunter. So hopefully he gets a more efficient schedule or they, you know, serialize him for anime. He could just a good actual anime adaptation, not that CGI bullshit, but whatever a more efficient way he could produce this show. I hope that they do it because it's a shame. It's a really good manga. It's just waiting just to get like some bullshit and some good like uh, we had like a good like five chapters on I think it was a Sidro, one of the kid characters, him just goofing off, uh, pantsing and, and pranking all the other females on the island and shit. It was just, it was funny, but I want to get to the gut stuff. So that's how I feel about that chapter. Uh, Villain Saga was dope. They finally, well, I'm not going to spoil, but they they finally, the plot got going a little bit. So I'm hey, excited. Shot the plot. Hey, so DC. We all love Venezuela, right? Yeah. By the chance of us actually remembering what the fuck went down when that shit ever come back out, 
Yo, spoiler, I ain't gonna hit. Go ahead, say what happened, bro. Yeah, they, out the, are we out? Is because like we out the fishing shit? Or, oh yeah, we finally touched down on. Yeah, they touched down on Vinland, and then they walked up to a, a pasture, and it showed that there were previous Vikings there. He's like, all right, let's settle. But then you saw Indian arrows stuck into the house, so Thorfinn's oh, um, like, all right, we gotta go further south. But they can't keep going further south because if they keep going further south. It's going to make the expedition going back and forth harder. So they're in a situation where, like, do we stay and deal with Native Americans? And you know how Thorfinn's on his, Detro knows, he's on his, um, like, pacifist crap. So he's in a tough situation. It's either this villain stuff. If he wants this villain dream to go on, he may run into some more action. So it was a good chapter. Um, that, that's another one. Like, I'm waiting for chapters, and I just want more. That one had good pacing. It's just I wanted more from the chapter. So wait, um, so dude don't do it monthly or weekly? I think he does it twice monthly because we got two chapters this month. I don't remember last month how it is, but it's more frequent than Berserk. But it's just I want more from it than what I get. Um, but I think that's it for manga. And then for uh, anime, I watched that Horimiya, Horiyama anime yeah. i watched the first episode i will say this i watched that first episode and when i think back to it it felt like i watched two because of so much that went down in yeah the first. that's how yeah. all the episodes are yeah that's pretty, pretty good i'm gonna like be excited two super episodes this latest not without spoiling for you and chris this latest episode was yeah. really good i really i'm gonna catch it. up real fast <laughs> but my first impressions it's not i wouldn't say it's like oh it's something new but i really enjoy this a lot mm-hmm. i like the pacing where they just got straight to it, in my opinion. I don't know what happens after, but it looked like they got straight to it, and Pretty I like that. Yeah. So uh, this is this is probably going to be one of my favorites I'm watching this week. And then um, I think that's it for watching. I don't remember watching anything else. And then, uh, oh, yeah, I did see a little bit of Jujutsu Kaisen. I already know what happened, so I just saw the fights. But I'll let y'all dive into that. Um, so for like gaming, you know how I said last week where I screwed up and I made it to the last boss because and I didn't I didn't wasn't able to fight the last boss because I was romancing a little too much. I didn't learn my lesson. So the second time around, I was trying to romance, but also trying to skip and get back to where I was at. And lo and behold, I got to the level where I wanted to be, but the romance element, I want to romance Edelgard. And I was nowhere near, like, high enough to marry her at the end. So I was pissed off, so I had to play a whole other playthrough. And I realized I did some dumb shit. So on the days offs where you could battle, I didn't know that that little, there's a one, there's one that where you don't spend any battle points for. And I could just, and Cam was like, oh, I just grind. I'm like, how do you grind when you only have a certain amount of points? But I saw that there was no points on that one. I felt stupid. So I just been pressing that one little mission all week. So I'm back to where I'm at. I got <laughs> S on everybody. I got all I, I I recruited a lot of people, Cam. I recruited Lawrence. I I recruited Mercedes, Lysithia, um, Sylvain, and someone else. I recruited like a lot more people than I expected to. So that's good because you don't want to see them. No, I don't want to see them get smoked. It, it hurts when you gotta no, I killed the heck out of Leone though. She pissed me off. I don't like. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I you body too. her. Bitch ass nigga. 
she was talking about she was my whole dad died and you talking about how it hurts you a little bit more and i don't appreciate it like bitch <laughs> you just want my dad's dick that's what you want calm down but uh that that the game that gaming experience is fun um i did things even though i had three different uh three my gameplay was pretty much similar because i picked um the same house i had three different experiences and the classes that i had the other two times are not the same as i am this time but i think i was mortal servant the first time the second time on uh the second time i was like uh i forgot what the magician was it's um gremory where you have both reasons Yeah, I had that. And then this time around I have um I think I'm like hero or whatever. So it it's I love that game. It's like you could play it over and over again and get something new out of it. And the Jaritsa storylines, I did more of his. Those shits are funny as hell, Cal. <laughs> like dude has this like deep monotone voice, but he's eating sweets and he's just having like this real mundane ass dialogue. I enjoy that game up and down. The characters are amazing. That's my game of the year. Whenever we get to it, we get to it. I'm going to keep talking about it from the weeks to come because I'm going to keep playing this game for a long time. But that's it for me. All right. So for reading, we'll talk about the um, ZKK later. Uh, shout out to my boy. <laughs> exactly. Number one in the verse. Um, and... That's pretty much it. I know Lord Olympus chapter just came out, so I'll probably read that after the podcast because I fucking love that series. Um, for watching, since we're going to talk about everything else, um, and we didn't watch, so for, for people who are look forward to our review on Horiyama and the skate anime, that's going to be next week. I watched the episodes. Chris didn't, so I don't want to spoil because those two episodes are really good. Um... So I'll talk about Cells at Work, uh, Cold Black. I didn't get a chance to watch um, season two of the OG Cells at Work because, you know, Chicago being Chicago. Um, but for Cells at Work, Cold Black, these two episodes were essentially taught. The first episode, or episode five, basically, was talking about um, hair loss and how your killer T-cells can be misled into essentially the, re- the, way, the way, like, you get no uh, what does it call it like bald spots and stuff like that is because your killer t-cells are misled into thinking that your hair cells because they multiply rapidly they misconceive that they're cancer cells so your killer t-cells can be misled into actually killing your health your your hair cells and that's what leads to um spot baldness damn Uh, yeah yeah (laughs) learn learn new shit every day um so they were just explaining that process because um and how like if it's if your if your body's not doing its job, it's gonna send what it believes is going to alleviate the issue. And if it believes that any foreign substance, aka cancer being a foreign substance that multiplies rapidly, is gonna target that those similarities. Killer T cells literally have like they literally have blind spots on, and they only they only are recognized by like okay this nigga is doing this shit i don't like that shit i'm gonna kill you so uh that's pretty dope and then this new episode is basically talking about kidney stones (laughs) and the process (laughs) of like the process of how like oh how red blood cells can end up in your urine and that's why your urine turned red uh because of the kidney stone shit it's some uh 
it's some shit that's going down, bro. So uh, shout to sales of work called Black. I'm learning something new yeah, every week. Stone shit ain't going down, man. <laughs> so it's a crazy situation. Uh, so shout out to that show. Um, and for playing, uh, like DC, I'm still playing uh, Fire Emblem. Yeah. Uh, shout out to my boy Dimitri. Man, I I he's really growing it on me as a character. I still think I still like Claude the best out of all three of them, but Dimitri's now a close second. Like we're playing his path now, like it, it's like Claude, Dimitri, then like Edelgard's at the bottom because like low key she kind of trash. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> I love yeah, her. Second playthrough, yeah, she low key got her pops killed, and they tried yeah. to tell us to get over it. Like, yeah, I, bro. Like, like, like I like her, you know, because you know waifus and shit. But like as far as like what I look for in a character in my experience and as far as like what I felt playing the, the, the different paths, I really am vibing with, you know, Claude because, you know, Claude is like the nigga who just, I just want peace. I just want to do my thing. Dimitri is like, I don't want to spoil it, but he's re- he's a complex character done right. And then Edelgard is legit Hitler. <laughs> so yeah. I, I don't, I don't like that, but, uh, um, other thing that I've been playing uh, for tax cut reasons is uh, Dokkan Battle. Um, mm. Six year anniversary came out. Um, now for people who are like, oh my god, it's a gotcha game and blah blah blah. Listen, bro, me and Detro, we've we've already we know we have a problem with this game. You don't have to tell us. We know as, we have a problem. As long as y'all admit it, that's the key. <laughs> like like I said on Facebook, sorry to cut you off, Cam. I have a toxic relationship with sports games. I can at least admit that's my toxic relationship. That that Dokkan battle, gotcha games in general, those are that's my toxic relationship. I know that shit is bad. I know it's wrong, but like when you see them animations, you see the nigga UI Goku and Evolution Blue Vegeta, you see them you see them the beauty of it, you know what I'm saying? You just, you just, you just gotta break the you gotta break the credit card. But don't worry, but for for, for my viewers who are worried about I I'm good, bro. Trust me. I'm good. <laughs> this ain't this ain't hurting my my bank account. It's the reason why I can do shit like this and talk about it and write it off as a tax cut. I got the boys, you know what I'm saying? I had to go a little bit deep in that bitch, you know what I'm saying? Uh but I got the boys, they trail and uh extra. It's a different story and uh I saw it all in uh yeah, that them pain. That's all I'm going to say. Pain. <laughs> and uh Pain of the units and pain of the grinding. It's just overall pain. It's hype. That that's just the cycle of Dokkan. It's hype. And then like two seconds later, it's pain. And then we go back to hype and then it's just pain. That's just that's just the cycle. So that's it for me. Alright, cool. So let's go ahead, get into uh detail weeklies we've been getting to. So uh let's go ahead and hit up one piece. Uh my initial thoughts this one piece chapter was very fun action oriented uh but you zero fans i ain't whatever i gotta say i know cam <laughs> cam in dc gonna say all that needs to be said so at this point i'm gonna hand the reins over to dc go ahead and, uh summarize the chapter as we uh break down shit you know it's another action chapter though so like not a lot not a lot uh, not a lot but hey yeah, not a lot to talk about. I know all the super basically all the supernovas showcase their new moves. 
um, Big Mom got him out the paint with her lightning attacks, and um, Luffy tanked World Breath. But I'm gonna I'm gonna let y'all say how y'all feel about you know the individual move sets and who hurt who, and how y'all feel about this. But what I'm gonna say from what I read is that it goes Luffy, Law, Killer, Zoro, and then Kid. And the reason why I put Killer above Zoro is that Killer's doing that without an Odin infused sword. He uses it in work. He put in work. <laughs> I don't know how you didn't use that against Zoro when y'all fought, but that just basically proves that Killer was nerfed in that fight. So y'all can suck a dick. Y'all hold that L because y'all said that Killer went all out. He didn't because you see it today. Second, um, kid, you got to hold that L because you did a bogus ass power bomb on Kaido and thought that that was going to hurt him. That's lame. You have hey, magnetic man, he, powers. He did a power bomb. Can you do a power Ugly. bomb? <laughs> Slammed him. Like, dog, like, you could put all your metal and, like, send it after him and have it, like, attract him. Just like you, you said you were going to compress him. Do some compressing. What are you slamming him for? If I see Gibson one more time and he's doing some grappling moves again, that killer's the, the captain of that crew until further notice. <laughs> um, I'm for real, bro. Like how you that makes no sense that the, the second the second in command looks more competent than the captain. So I think Oda's, you know, stalling, but Oda, you stalling makes the character look worse. And then it's gonna get to a point that even if you give him a cool moment, they're already mean to hell. So, I mean, look at Sanji for Zoro fans. Like they mean that nigga to hell to where they actually believe he's weak. So it, there's nothing that you can do to make Sanji look cool in Zoro fans' eyes. And that's how you look. That's how kid is for me. And I stand. I tried to stick up for this nigga two years ago. So I'll hold that L. I'll give myself an L for that. Um, Long with the Gamma Knife was dope. Uh, Luffy tanking Boro Breath was dope. I'm going to get to the Zoro stuff. This is my bias out the way. It was a dope moment, and I will say after seeing that panel, I do think Zoro will have a more important role in this fight than I initially thought. I still don't think he's killing them. Uh, he cut a horn, which is another still standing object that is inanimate, and y'all stay hyping that shit up. He cut a mountain. <laughs> he cut, what else did he cut? A cliff, and now y'all was hyping up a horn, saying that horn was bigger than Dressrosa. I don't get it. Bird, bro, let's go, G. I don't get it. But shout out to Zoro, though. He looked cold. But people with Big, Big Mom said that sword is not your average sword. She didn't say Zoro was different or that pirate is different from the other pirates. He, she specifically said that sword. And Kaido was like, I feel Odin's energy in, in that the sword. sword. And I said this. So, and me, me, me and DC was talking about the chapter. Shout out to the sword. They have more respect for the sword. That's the only weapon where it's like, oh, okay. She did. There for she the did say because I already know what they go. They go use. She did say you shouldn't underestimate him later on. Yeah, because but, of the sword. But this I'll is see, that's what I'm, I'm saying, just saying. Like, but that yeah. that's what they go use. They go say they go say that like is she saying it because of the sword? But they don't care. A Yonko just said, "Don't underestimate Zoro." That's all they see. <laughs> I'm just using very that logic. Zoro, and, and, and it's, it's unfortunate. It really is. If Zoro does kill Kaido. I'll personally hold that L, and I won't say anything about power scaling. But from what I've seen, how Oda writes, 
if it ain't Luffy, if Luffy don't beat the main villain, someone dies. So if you want Zoro to go one on one with Kaido, somebody dying. Because if Luffy's not beating the main villain, someone dies. I.e. Marineford or um, Punk Hazard. I mean not Punk Hazard. Uh, Impel Down. No one died, but people held L's. So it's like, if you want Zoro to one v one Kaido, then that means the story's gonna go a darker route because he usually has Luffy beat the villain. Like there's no, there's not gonna be a positive outcome if someone other than Luffy's fighting the main villain, in my opinion. But um, shout out to Zoro though. I'm not gonna hate on you, y'all. Getting y'all shine and portrayal and stuff is just chill out. Cause when have you seen a shonen where the second, you know, or the edgy or fan favorite character outshines the main character? It's a sh- you already know what's gonna happen at the end of the day. So just think about that. Saying Zoro's the strongest on the roof. Really think about that. At any point in One Piece, has there ever been a situation like that? where someone on the crew defeats the main villain that Luffy's been hyped up to beat and has major stakes with. Name one time that's happened, and I'll wait. But that's it for me. I'll let y'all go. All right, Uh, so go ahead, Cam. I'm going to say it like this, right? Luffy's carrying that fight. Luffy putting everybody on his back. I don't care who, who did what. This this nigga Luffy was the only one throwing punches that hurt you. You could tell it was hurting Kaido. Like it, like every time Luffy did something, it was Kaido going, like, okay, all right. And this is the only one who was getting back up, doing shit. Big Mom did the lightning attack, fucked all them niggas up. This nigga Luffy was like, I don't give a fuck. I'm I made of rubber. That shit don't hurt me. And then he did the fire show. How you survive the fire, nigga? I made Did out you see my record. battle of Katakuri? Like, guts. <laughs> I do endurance. My name is Luffy Endure Shit B. Monk, Monkey B Endure Shit Luffy. That's my name. It proceeded to fucking King Kong Gatlin the shit out of Kaido, bro. Like, this chapter to me made me even more of a... Because I already have a main character bias. I already like Luffy. And so this made me like Luffy even more because it's like we're seeing the results of like the fact that he's learning from his past encounters. He's learning from his past encounters with Kaido. He's learning from his little training that he did. Like he's he's adapting and he's evolving as he fights. Zoro had a cool moment, I guess, whatever. He sliced the fucking horn, whatever, I guess. Um, Emma's a power up. I'm sorry to say that. <laughs> like, it. I mean, your fourth is a power up. Law having a devil fruit, the devil fruit is his power up. Kid having a devil fruit, the devil fruit is his power up. There's nothing wrong with having a power. Ultra instinct is a power up. There's nothing wrong with the character having a power up. That's how they grow. <laughs> uh, but Zoro's always strong, bro. He don't need. I don't a power. understand why y'all Zoro fanboys is like no Inma's not a power up. Like fucking Zoro was born with Inma. It, like as like Inma was his twin, they got separated at birth, and now like they can combine into one whole uh, pair like Piccolo Kami shit. I'm neither Zoro no nor Inma. I'm just a wandering swordsman type shit. I don't know. Like, <laughs> <it. laughs> like it's it's okay. It's a cool. It's a dope power up that fits Zoro's character. He got to protect the one who's putting in work, which which is his purpose. That's his role to serve Luffy, and that's what he did. He served Luffy by protecting him so that he can be the one who does the beatdown. DKK, not happening. I'm, I just don't, I don't see, 
first off, I don't see Kaido dying at all. Like, I feel like Luffy just beat the fuck out of him and just move on with his life. Same thing with Big Mom. I don't really, I don't really see any of the only Yonko I, I could see dying out of all of them. It's fucking Blackbeard. Yeah. I There's think the only one I can see dying. No, I don't see Shanks. Shanks, I see having a fight with Luffy at the end, and then he goes like, I'm stronger than you. I'm taking the One Piece. Blackbeard is like, Blackbeard, like Kaido, Big Mom, villains, yeah. But Blackbeard is more of the modern day, like like where they were like the back then villains, like with rocks and shit like that. Blackbeard is like the modern day, like out of the the worst generation and all sort of shit. He's like the bad guy. Yeah. I get what you mean. So, I, out of all the Yonkos, I can see Blackbeard dying, maybe, but I really don't see any of the Yonkos dying. I don't see it. Now, what I will say is, I think that Zoro is going to inflict a wound on Kaido. I see that happening because of the Enma thing, because of him saying that I sense Odin's presence, I sense Odin's aura within that, sh- that sword. So I do see Zoro inflicting some kind of wound on Kaido, but Zoro himself fucking slicing Kaido's neck. It's just, I don't see it happening. I'm sorry. I mean, I don't know why y'all want Zoro. He's a swordsman. Like, I feel like his biggest moment, his biggest shine from him soloing anybody should be Mihawk. X. Because he wants to be the world's greatest swordsman. He doesn't want to be the world's greatest pirate. That's Luffy's job. Luffy defeating Kaido is a symbol of Luffy going like, listen, I'm that nigga. I beat Kaido. I'm the Pirate King. That's his feat. Zoro's feat is defeating somebody like Mihawk. Going like, now I'm the world's greatest swordsman. I defeated Mihawk. When that happens, cool. I'm not going to get mad at that because that's Zoro's character arc. That's like, I want to be Hokage for Zoro. And Kid is a fucking L. When I saw that shit about him doing the freaking, I was like, next. Like, this nigga (laughs) sucks, bro. I'm sorry for all you Kid fans. This nigga's a fucking walking L. I never understood why you like this clown ass. This nigga puts clown makeup on, bro. Like, how you stand a nigga that dresses like a clown intentionally, G? Shit's whack to me. Um, Killer with the moves. Look pretty dope. Kaido was just like, I don't give a fuck. And shout out to Big Mom just kind of hanging in the background going like, well, oh, fuck it. Lightning, lightning, lightning. Uh, so I think all in all is a dope chapter. Niggas blowing things out of proportion. There's my thing, right? At this point, I'm kind of overweight, though. Me too. I don't want this shit to end. Like, let's wrap this fight up and let's go back to shit that is actually hype, like the fucking reverie shit, the the Sabo shit, shit like that. I don't like, I don't, while I do appreciate the fights that One Piece does have, that's not what hypes me up. What hypes me up is like shit like the Shishibukai system breaking down, um, Sabo, whether he assassinated somebody or just like some fake murder or whatever like with involving kuma like shit like that is what makes me go like oh shit that there's a reason why that episode with the the shishibukai system was one of the most popular things that came out yeah. in recent one piece because that shit is hype one piece is not a fight shonen the fights are like the it's, it's like the bonus. icing on the cake the cake is already delicious enough as it is with the adventure and all this other shit the, the world system and the, the the fights is just the icing on the cake. So like, let's speed this not not speed it up to make it like a BS ending, but can we just wrap this Wayno shit up, bro? Like you saying we on Act Three or Five? Like what the fuck else is there, G? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm done. You you fight Kaido, open up the gates to Wayno, and let's move the fuck on, please. 
Uh, but that's it on my thoughts. Um, for all you Zoro fanboys, look, I'll say in this, I think that Zoro is having Zoro's gonna have his shine. I'm not gonna not gonna minute. I'm not gonna mitigate that or anything like that because I like Zoro's character. I'm not a Zoro fanboy, but I do appreciate. I do like Zoro's character because he serves his purpose and he does it well. But let's not blow shit out of proportion, all right? Let's just enjoy One Piece for what it is and let's move on. Now I know you just blocked what I just said out your mind. So let me just reiterate what I said in the perspective of a Sanji fanboy because that's all y'all listen to. Fuck y'all. And I'm off. I'm done. <laughs> and Thanks. I'm just gonna give my final thoughts. So how I feel about uh Kid and that power bomb. Sit your ass down. Just get out the way, bro. <laughs> <laughs> just, just get out the way, G. And then how I feel about Zoro fans. Stop the shit. Stop the shit. Stop the shit. Okay? Cut it out. That's that, that's all I got to say in regards <laughs> to the motherfuckers, G. But other than that, really good action chapter. Uh, I believe next chapter is probably going to be another action chapter. That's why I feel like we're not we're still on, not on break. But uh, but it, less breaks, the more. More, in, more enthused I'm going to be. Uh, let's go ahead and move on to Attack on Titan. Uh, yeah, let's do Attack on this Titan. This is episode 7, right? Yeah, episode 7. Uh, okay. Great, great, great episode again. Yes, we still got to deal with the nasty uh, CGI. Terrible CGI. Terrible, the I'm, nasty. It's, I, I'm, not, I'm just, nasty is a little bit better for me. It's, it's nasty. <laughs> nasty CGI. But the moments, I feel like, were a little bit hit harder than than episode six to me. This was a way better episode compared to episode six. Uh, all together. Oh, shit. Um, Hold on. But okay, never mind. I was trying to remember what happened in the episode. Oh, <laughs> but yeah. So pretty much this episode, I'm trying to make sure if I might, I don't want to forget anything. Um, so the episode last week's episode ended with this is basically um, this is when. The rest of the Survey Corps pulls up. Oh, yeah, everybody else pulls like, up. up. Um, Levi turns the Beast Titan into his personal bitch again. Um, Hold that nigga. That Hold. Look, sucks, man. Dog. Let me just take a moment to talk about this, G. <laughs> I didn't realize that Levi... Levi's cold. Like, I'm not one of them Levi stands. Like, I, like I'm not, but... I never I realized that, that this cold. nigga can... Bitch and a nigga who is literally... 80 feet tall, nigga. And he's no taller than Cam. Levi. Holds this nigga. From behind. Then you see the nigga coming. He just said... He called him out. He yeah. said, Levi, where you at? And he's like, all right. Here I am, nigga. <laughs> and then now you on the ground. Like, literally, now do you look. Beast Titan has lost a lot of respect. Even though, yes, he did terminate a lot of people with uh, casually... Practices his pitching, pitching arm, and all of that. But gee, ever since then, Levi has owned this nigga soul. He, he, like this nigga blew a three-one lead. G, Levi won. G, even though manga-wise, I know who got the last laugh, but it's not looking good for Beast Titan. G, that nigga got hold big time. But uh, keep keep going, Cam. Yep. So my overall thoughts on this episode. I also wanted to talk about because this is in our news. But I guess it's some like I don't take this too seriously. Take this with a grain of salt. I'll give my initial thoughts. But like apparently there's like some rumors of like 
this is like all hearsay, right? There's rumors of like this that Mappa is trying to like cancel the season season four because of like the negative reception they're getting towards um season four. If that's true, which I if think that's true, y'all some clowns. That's all I'm gonna say on this. <laughs> Bitch made G. That's all I'm gonna say. Garcia. y'all are bro. Y'all are just making these trolls. Y'all y'all making these trolls full G. They eating off y'all y'all shit, bro. They fucking prospering G. Stop listening to these niggas, bro. Have y'all never heard of? I'm pretty sure DC has heard some shit. As far as his as far as like his um art career or his art like studying and shit in college. I don't think DC's been like fuck it. Because Sally said my 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 character looks like shit, so I'm gonna stop pursuing my major in art history. You would get clowned. Goofy ass up, G. Like if we don't because listen, yes, you're gonna have the fucking like extremist trolls who are doing some goofy shit about death threats and stuff like that. But like for me, coming from a casual fan, because I'm a casual Attack on Titan fan. Coming from a casual tackle type fan, that CGI sucks. Just is what it is. It's garbage. If you can't handle that criticism, I, I, I don't know what to tell you. Like y'all, y'all are great animators. Y'all are great two D animators. Because we're gonna get into that when we talk about Jujutsu Kaisen. So I don't understand. Like, listen, bro, it's okay. Like I said before in the last week's episode, let me reiterate, reiterate it to you. You are animating the final season of a beloved very hyped series meaning there are going to be a lot of overreactions to your shit if you fuck up a one thing one small thing there's going to be an overreaction because it's attack on titans because it's the final season disable your comments stop looking at social media animate the fucking show collect your bag and move on to animated jujutsu kaisen and whatever else heat that y'all whatever else, you, whatever else y'all animating g because y'all over y'all overwork i get it the stress is coming down to you you're looking at people talking about the tackle titan this jujitsu kaisen that and everything else like listen calm down take a deep breath fuck the haters and move on with your life but your cgi yeah. suck yeah episode was good i liked it the aaron turning uh the fucking titan into uh kool-aid packet amazing <laughs> fucking uh, uh levi making the beast titan his bitch Armin getting a 25 kill death streak in call of duty <laughs> tactical nuke incoming shit was fucking amazing dog that's probably one of my favorite and honestly if you want to use cgi i honestly don't mind you using cgi exclusively for the colossal titan because since the colossal titan is kind of like a cut above the rest right like he's supposed to be that nigga right and if you want to emphasize how much of that nigga he is animating him in a different way to make him look more menacing and impactful using cgi is a good way to do it so i yeah. really like that scene i like that it, it kind of added more depth into armin's character how he was like shit like he saw like the kids dead on the street and he was like this is what this is the sight that you saw when you activated you, you know as a colossal type barito and i was like that's a pretty dope moment um so yeah it was a good episode i know next episode go piss like Chris is saying, Ooh, man, y'all gonna be mad. Tomorrow <laughs> is gonna make a lot of a lot of niggas hey, mad. Look, man, by the time this episode's out, and y'all already know, you guys already know, but uh, y'all by the time this episode's out, y'all niggas gonna hate Gabby. 
when Gabby shoots Sasha, y'all gonna be pissed. Man. Utterly pissed. Ep- and the episode I can't is called wait. Uh, episode is called Assassin's Bullet. So she's gonna die next episode. Now, do I really care about Sasha as a character? Mm, not really. She was okay. Um, I already don't like Gabby. So her killing Sasha is not like oh I hate her even more. I already I just didn't like I don't like any of them fucking kids from the jump G. Because it's just like they taken away from shit that I care the only thing I care about in Tackle Titan, which is Aaron fucking shit up because I really don't care about anything else at this point except for Levi. Oh um, but that's it for me. Yeah, uh I like I said I enjoyed the episode. The Armin moment was was like I love just how everything about that was animated. And I, I was and I'm gonna focus on it for a little bit. I need people to sit down who are saying, Why did they make Armin the mass murderer? Stop being some bitches. It's war, nigga. <laughs> Stop being some bitches. You gotta understand. And like after once, and spoiler, once they retreat, um, because after they did the work that they that they, that they did, they retreat, and you will get unfortunately an episode or two. Hopefully, it's just an episode of them learning everything, the secrets and stuff. About the island, the Marlians and the Eldians and shit like that. Y'all will learn it. And you will see their reaction. Y'all will see why they said, hey, we gotta make a move. But I need you guys to stop acting like Armin is above killing. Because if this was Erwin, Erwin would have literally freaking said, hey man, we pulling up on sight, nigga. Matter of fact, hold on, how many times can I blow this shit up? Everybody die. Exactly. Everybody die. Kids, Every- women, children. We don't discriminate against the killers. Erwin was going <laughs> to crip walk on kids. <laughs> Let's just put it this way right now. But Armin, yes, being the nice, sensible person that he is, he is still above, I want to live. He wanted to see the ocean. He saw the ocean and said, hey, these motherfuckers are going to make me not be able to see the ocean for long. Take these niggas out, man. He did what he had to do. Everybody's in a... I had to do what I had to do motive with our favorites. Connie, all them niggas. All of them. Doing what they got to do. The only one who probably don't want to kill no kids is Mikasa. We understand that. But it be that way sometimes. It would be that way. I need you niggas to stop thinking that these niggas are above killing. This is character development. You'll get the character development aspect in another episode or two. That's all I got to say in regards to that. Anybody else want to talk about Attack on Titan? Yeah, so um, this episode in particular is the reason I love Attack on Titan. Not necessarily for the action, just, just action, but the story aspect of it, if you understand like why Armin is being the way Armin is, not just because he a bitch, it's just because of the 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 whole Titan structure in general is so fucking great uh, because of I don't know if I don't want to spoil it because I don't know if they talked about it in previous seasons or they're gonna talk about it now because of the way Titan the way that this Titan the way that Titans are involved in that government is the is like it's like senseless fucking killing because the Marlans are sitting here like all right this is the fucking enemy. And then the Eldians are like, yo, we got this birthright to be this fucking way. Y'all the fucking enemy. And it's a 
it's kind of in the situation of like another reason why if motherfuckers saying like oh Aaron is a cold motherfucker that's what war is like this ain't supposed to be a situation where Aaron is Naruto and he do the little fucking finger link with his fucking brother no fuck his brother like literally fuck his brother or I don't know if they know he's his brother yet but fuck him fuck them kids fuck everybody bro Kill them all, G. I don't care about like, the niggas. <laughs> more and more, they are going to, because it's an anime, they are going to, I believe they're going to turn on Aaron at the end of this show. This is what I believe on. I believe that either Levi or Mikasa is going to kill Aaron just because the way shit is. Or they're going to find the, 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 I don't know, Aaron eats fucking Historia and then he becomes the real founder of Titan or some shit. And then they kill off Aaron. Aaron stops this whole Titan shit, and there'll be no more Titans no more, and the world lives happily ever. Or Aaron nukes the world. Or Aaron fucking nukes the world, which would be a very good ending. But this episode in general is why I love Attack on Titan. Just because of the fucking storytelling, right? Is it an action song? Yeah. Is it like, woo, Beast Titan fucking this nigga up? I mean, Beast Titan getting his ass fucking destroyed by Levi. Yeah, that's what's (laughs) up, G. And I'm not talking about the talk on government parts because I fucking hate it. But I'm talking about how you can't root for fucking anyone if you look at this with a moral compass. There is nobody to root for. Moral compass. So you look at it in a sense of a a edgy. Not even really edgy because I'm not. I'm not like fucking yeah. Let's kill these bitches. But you're looking for it. Look at it in a in a a a war side. You look at it as if it is war. And you gotta, well, you gotta realize that, yeah, they're using kids' death because uh, they showed in the preview of the next episode. Shorty gets back up. The little kid that Aaron, I mean, um, what's his face, Armin Newt, he, he, little homie get back up. I don't know if he dies right after, but little homie gets back up. But you see that it in random uh, Okay. You see it in um, uh, what's her face, friends? Uh, when he got fucking trampled, and you see it in in in. And uh, all the other stuff. You see that this shit, it ain't it ain't supposed to be like yeah, let's 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 root for the good guys. It's supposed to be like damn, this place fucked up. Um, but my favorite part of the episode, I got two. My favorite part of the episode, yeah, leave back killing the beast title was great. Um, Aaron basically having to think on his toes and getting his ass beat just to be like, because I got Makasa and Levi, I fucking win. Um. Uh, and you know that shit is amazing. And Armin, goddamn being Hiroshima, is awesome. But my favorite part of the episode is when the cart Titan got his ass mollywop, and no, he looked at him, and he said, "I'm a Titan. They not supposed to be coming for no, me. Yeah. I'm supposed to be coming for Are them." You talking about Jaw Titan? You talking about Jaw Titan? That's- yeah, John. You talk. Oh no, you talking about the you talking about the Wall Street Titan? Yeah, the Wall Street. When that 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 line is so powerful to show that the 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 Marleyans are so brainwashed on the fact that they think those people over the fucking past the sea are such savages. They they don't they don't understand anything. They weak. Little dude, you know these little niggas been in training since birth. Motherfuckers died because of them. So it's. It is a, it is, it is, it is, it's, it's one of them, 
this episode redeemed it for me with all that CGI shit, right? Did we still get CGI out the wazoo? A fucking course. And they and, and Mappa, the death threats, no, nobody does death threats, but you do get to get slandered because the original trailer for Attack on Titan, even the shots that's in the anime that's in CG is in fucking 2D. You anybody can search that shit up, by the way. Yeah. All the shots that you see in CGI right now was originally in 2D. They made it CGI for I don't fucking know why. So they deserve all that fucking slander. All of them. But it was it was a fine fucking episode. I absolutely love it. Love it. Except for CGI. That shit has right. DC, you wanna add anything? Nah, y'all y'all hit all the points. Alright. Did you cool. watch this week's episode? <laughs> nah, but I know what happened, so I basically Y'all said CGI. I ain't looking at that after I saw what happened last week. I'm good. I will say one thing, though. Y'all better be prepared to read them subtitles. Um, Yeah, because like I said, (laughs) another episode or two, we're about to, in another episode or two, we're about to enter politics again. Okay. Let me straighten the camera when I say this. How I watch Attack on Titan. I go to the group chat after the episode airs. I asked, not the group chat, the uh, PlayStation party. I asked the PlayStation party, was there a bunch of talking? Yeah. All right, I'll see y'all next week. I go next week, I ask them, was there a bunch of talking? Yeah. All right, cool. I'm not watching it. Hey, was there a bunch of talking? No, there was a fight. I watched the episode of Attack on Titan. That talking shit, I don't give a fuck about. <laughs> like, I'm like literally serious. I don't give a fuck if it's world building, character building. Oh, fuck that. After Sasha get killed, I know I'm not watching shit after that until, you know, some more action happens. Fuck that. It's a lot of politicking. Yeah, a lot lot of politicking. So get ready for that. And and Gabby, just just Gabby being a bigot. Okay, uh, I might have to watch it. Y'all can't see this, but it's my my nigga Sabo from that clip saying I'm not reading that shit. Yeah, that's 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 me. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I'm not reading all that shit. <laughs> well, as we get into ReZero, there was a lot of reading shit that we had to endure on this episode of ReZero. We probably not even going to talk about this shit that much long. Uh, so oh, this episode... Hold on, hold on. Oh, shit. Hold on. <laughs> I'm trying to... Oh, shit. Okay, all right, because I got last week's episode confused. This. Let me lead this discussion, bro. Yo, I'm not going to lie to you, Chris. I don't know if it was you. This episode, even by ReZero standards, because it's a lot of fucking talking, and I do have an Amelia hate bias, so I will put that out at there. But this episode was boring as fuck. Really boring. It was a really like, boring episode. I don't like. Literally, there was nothing in. You could have, you could have condensed that episode to like five minutes of Amelia backstory, and then like go to someplace else. I bro. I don't care anything about her backstory. If you're trying to gain sympathy from me, if you're trying to gain cute points, because, oh, look at how she's, she is as a kid. She's so cute, so kawaii desune, shit like that. You're not getting it from me. I don't care about her as a kid. I don't care about them fucking fairies. I don't care about her skinny-ass mom or uh, sister auntie, auntie, whatever the fuck you want to call it. I don't care about her. She's even looking, I guess, whatever. Shout out to uh, Echidna, the only good character of that episode. Her face was a move. The fact that she was, she was literally roasting her every step of the way. Like she's like, I fucking hate you. You know that, right? Like I can't wait to see you cry. I can't wait to see you fall. Like I'm just waiting for this. Shit. And then she's like, Oh no, no, no. Like I, the thing that got me right 
because I, I see what they're trying to do with Amelia's character. Listen, I know that Rule Twenty Three is a thing, but we don't need another. We don't need another Subaru. We don't need female Subaru because that's what she's becoming. She's not becoming another character. She's just becoming Subaru. And if that's your definition of character development, I'm gonna need you to attend some of them classes that DC been attending, G, because you done fucked up. Because <laughs> I, I, I don't care. Oh, uh, she trying to put on a brave face as she's facing her past. Look, bro, I'm looking at her past like, damn, like, is her village go burn down or something? Like, what am I? Why is she so afraid of this? Now, I will say this. The preview to the next episode looks like some shit is going to go down, which is good. Um, But if her backstory is, like, not on the tier of, like, fucking Rim and Ram, of Otto, of like Otto's past and how fucked up, you know, like basically he got disowned from everything and he had to build himself up from the ground and fucking uh, Garfield's past about like him having to deal with the sanctuary shit, his mom, his dad, all this other shit. Now I do know that Amelia took a, like a nap or something for a couple of years. Sora did that shit in Kingdom Hearts. You don't get my sympathy for that. So like, who cares? But like, I don't, I'm not like, there's nothing that is, there's nothing about that backstory that's making me go like, yeah, I want to, yeah, let's go. Like fucking the the freaking priest dude. I, I is he Betelgeese? Like is that what they were saying? Like like the dude from season one. The uh, you talking about the one that kept asking folks. about? I think so. I don't remember dude exactly. Because like I was I remember I don't know why, but he felt familiar. And if they're trying to go like he turned into like one of the like the Witcher Greeds or something, like that'd be pretty dope. But like. All in all, this chapter just felt like a like filler, like unnecessary filler. Like there was nothing big that we learned about Amelia's backstory that really kind of pushed her character or made me go like, damn, like why didn't you why did you fail the trial so many times? Like why like how dark is your past? Like why can't you forgive yourself? Mm-hmm. Nothing about this this episode did that thing. The only cool thing about this episode was the interaction between fucking Subaru. Otto and Garfield outside. That was the best part. (laughs) Like, damn. I was kind of really paying attention to my phone a lot during this episode. (laughs) But when I heard Garf, I mean, Garf and Subaru and Otto, I was like, oh, they didn't pay attention? All right, cool. That that scene had my undivided attention. It was genuine. It felt real. It was like a cool little bonding moment between the three, like them talking about the fact that Subaru is a simp. Or Simperu's a simp. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm not. I can't respect them anymore until maybe later. Simperu is a simp, and I, I I just like those interactions. But like to me, it really just felt like this episode was just dry. A lot of like unnecessary talking. I'll stop there. Um, but yeah, this is probably like one of my least favorite episodes of the second core. Um, and I I know I say it's a lot of talking, but it's like we me and Chris know that that's what ReZero is about fucking talking we still watch it despite that because it's interesting talking the talking in this episode was not interesting yeah so i'm gonna be brief uh this episode was pretty much showing that amelia was just a very uh renegade child she just when her when her auntie told her stay your ass in the house she didn't want to stay in the house when they were doing these little trades and stuff she was she knew what the hell was going on like it was nothing. Like all it did was just kind of establish a relationship with her, her auntie, 
and I guess whoever the hell, I guess that nigga was her uncle or whatever the fuck he was supposed to be. I don't know. I don't care. Uh, the best part, like I said, the best part of the episode was uh, the Subaru uh, Garf interactions. Uh, and then we saw um, the end of the episode ended with uh, my mans from the very first episode of this season. Uh, which dude was? Well, that was the, he was the, the greed guy. You say he, he's the Witcher Greed. Yeah, I think he was the Witcher Greed. No, Greed was no, that was Glutz. Yeah, he was Greed. Yeah, he he was the actual Witch of Greed dude. I like that guy. He was an interesting guy. So I'm happy to see him around. That means he's about he's about to do some crazy shit. So I'm looking forward to that. But other than that, um, it was a very dry episode. Like this was a I was texting my ass off while I was watching this episode, dead ass. So. Um, I took a break I, for this episode. Mad as hell. I, I feel bad for you, Cam. You not you you you, you could have stayed on the clock, bro. <laughs> but let's go ahead and move on. Uh, let's talk about two point four three real quick, and then we'll hit Jujutsu Kaisen. Uh, this was the best episode of the season to me. Like we finally got some uh, legit volleyball going on. But one thing, this is something I would say this does a better job compared to Haikyuu. And this episode did it. Haikyuu just literally makes volleyball simple and for you as an anime fan to be like, yo, this shit's fire, has moments, action, they scream, they yell. This is actually kind of telling you certain sets, in depth, what certain stuff, in-depth stuff, strategies and stuff. I was going to say, I'm actually learning. <laughs> like, I'm actually learning. So, I will give it... The fact that this is more like a plot-driven, story-based driven, I can understand them trying to fill you in on that. I like that. So I give them a lot of credit in that aspect compared to Haikyuu. But in turn, like, like this was a really good episode. We got a game. Uh, we actually got to see, like, how they actually believe in... I really don't remember that dude's Hajima. name. That's his name. Who? Hajima's the dude with Haji- the glasses. Yeah, uh, not Hajima. Uh, the other guy. Robin is the other one. Who? Rabe is the black, the tall, the other. Yeah, there we go. Uh, Rabe, whatever his name is. I'm, I'm like, I was, I like the fact that they say, look, bro, you the ace. I need to train these other niggas though. Stop being a goofy right now about it, cause they suck. You don't. I know how to work with you. I just want us to win. Stop being a goofy. We believe in you. And then when they actually got in game, he went crazy. So, I like this was a really good episode. I really enjoyed it from start to finish. Ditto. Um, the animation in this episode when they got to the game was really good too. Like that, to me, that was one of the things I was looking forward to most because of the, again, that opening is fire as fuck. And when I saw some of the animations of them doing certain stuff, I was like, I can't wait to actually see that during the episode. And we got, we got some of that in this episode. Um, really dope. Um, I, man, <laughs> Karabe or whatever his Cooney, whatever Uni, whatever they call that nigga. He a little bit of an overreactive bitch sometimes. Yes. G like this nigga can't really just sit down and just assess the situation before getting emotional about it. Uh, but I do like sort of what they're going for as far as Hajima and Kurabe's character. Uh, they're really solid. The fact that like they're like it's not like a high it's not like a high Q or even just a, a sports cliche, a general kind of sports cliche where they suck. Like they're like all really good. Like this nigga Kurabe did a spike serve, and like he's supposed to be the Hanata of the show. 
Hinata cannot do no damn spike, sir. That's <laughs> nigga Hinata is let me jump high and spike this shit, nigga. Yeah, like Hinata is not on that level yet. Like the fact that he's able to do that shit and like we're just we're like on we're not even during like the the, the fucking like fall tournament, whatever they're talking about, spring tournament, that the big stuff that all the sports animes go for, and they're mm-hmm. at this level, to me is like once they really start to kind of get into the game aspect of it. I think it's gonna be solid. I feel like some of the weaker parts are still the story stuff. Like it ended with him like seeing his cousin get beat up or some shit. He was like, "Run!" Because if you get into a fight, it'll ruin your volleyball shit. And then he started running. And I was like, "Okay, like this, this is this not doing this doesn't do anything to me. I don't care." So like, Especially I, I the feel like was a head ass. Yeah, like your cousin is a head ass. Stop hanging around him, bro. I have plenty of cousins in real life. I don't hang around you. Move on. Like, oh, uh, like, so, like, the story elements of 2.43, not really that interesting. But when they actually get into the game of volleyball, that's where I think they excel. It shines, yeah. Not as much as Haikyuu, because Haikyuu just, because, the th- again, the thing that Haikyuu does is it establishes the enemy team. Mm-hmm. In this in this show, like, I'm, I mean, the other team, fucking generic, nobody-ass niggas, who cares? Like, of course they were going to lose. <laughs> like... So maybe we'll have an episode where they build the other teams up or something. But if it's just like the Sanin boys, whatever they're called, going through their journey, then like that's just one thing they'll just never have over IQ because I'm gonna compare the shit. I don't care what anybody says. Yeah. It is what it is. Um, but solid episode overall. Yeah, really decent episode. Uh, nothing else to add. Let's go ahead and hit Jujutsu Kaisen. Uh, so this episode of Jujutsu Kaisen was sponsored by P- Panda from Tekken. Uh, or, but Loki, this is the best panda in, in any uh, Japanese art right now. Cause panda nigga is that nigga, not a panda panda nigga. He's panda nigga G. <laughs> He's panda nigga G. And gorilla nigga too G. And, gorilla and gorilla nigga. nigga. He's gorilla panda nigga. G. <laughs> <laughs> but but I did, this episode is really good. Uh, I like how we still. It opened up with uh, Itadori and uh, Tado, Tendao, Tendao, whatever top his name two, is. Top two, bro. I fucking love Toto. Toto's character is fucking, like, he's shining this arc, bro. The fact that he's just, like, he don't care about, like, let's kill Itadori. He don't care about that shit. He's on, like, straight. I'm finna train this nigga because I want him to be strong so we can fight. Exactly. Like, I and like this nigga this smiling as he's fighting. Bro, this nigga said, oh, yes. He's so cold, and then he fucking stood up and took the fucking punch. He's like, "All right, let, but you're doing it wrong, bro. Let me show you how it's done." That shit cold. G. He said, "Look, I, I get your, I get your divergent fist, nigga, but you gotta do it like this so it can hit harder." But the fact he ate the head, but and said, "Let me raise my head up so the punch don't hit as hard." That nigga is smart as hell. G. I wouldn't personally do that, but I was fired up. Like, just, like, I'm glad, like, they said, hey, we ain't gonna forget about what's going on. We know you care about Itadori and, and uh, Tadai, or whatever the folks' name is. But, gee, I was fired. Then we got the panda nigga. Panda nigga said, hey, look, man, I'm panda nigga, and I will beat your ass, G. Panda Janai. Like, G. I, I, like, G. I let Daytra, because I know he love panda nigga. I, I let you cook, G, with panda nigga. Panda nigga by far is my favorite character. DC, look at the camera real quick. Tell me if he died. Not from what I know. If he dies, I'm dropping the show. Back to me reviewing Panda Nigga. Now, Panda Nigga 
is such high class anime. Now, you know, <laughs> there's tears to this shit, but Panda Nigga is almost there. Uh, he didn't have to drop weights to have his moment, man. Oh, we let's get all the way negative, that's, G. Let's that's, get that's it. That's the beauty of that episode. Let's get all the there way. There was negative. no weights needed. He, there was nothing holding him back. And unlike the most useless nigga in anime history, Panda nigga won effortlessly. When he got he shot, put in some. He had to put in some effort. He had to put in some effort. He was fifty on fucking New York, some shit like that, bro. He still oh, just playing. That's real nigga shit right there. Not no. Who doing that? Other than the goat. Who <laughs> got shot? Toto Toto was doing that too, G. He was a real ass nigga too. G. The, the goat got <laughs> shot, and he had to be down for a little while. Total not getting shot, bro. He taking that shit. <laughs> no, I'm, talking about, I'm talking about fat nigga. Oh, oh. <laughs> but he got shot. You know he was down for a bit, but Big Panda was like, "Gorilla nigga, you. Panda." There you go. And his sister, what little fucking sister? Um, which I th- like. Oh no, DC. That's the cool. other, that's, the other that's core. Like a power that gotta be a right. super broken core, G. Because I didn't even know that. They said, oh, yeah, my older sister took the first one. I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> so yeah, I'm guessing... They didn't show the form, too. So I'm yeah. assuming that's like some big reveal, right, DC? You can wink into the camera if we're right. I think the anime is where I'm at because uh, what I'm looking at, I'm not too far after the... Um, okay. Uh, I don't you think know. they get to it from where I was right reading, but I'm on this arc. So Okay, you're not that far off yeah. there. Okay. No, but, you know, jokes are sad. It's been a good year before I got some real good Rock Lee slander in, so I had to, you know, get that out there. But, oh, it's a perfect episode. Do I give a fuck about that man that's made out of glass that he got his ass beat? Well, his puppy got yeah. I thought he was decent. Well, fuck about him. He was, he was, he was an interesting character. He was that nigga from SpongeBob? Yeah. I didn't <laughs> I think I think his not necessarily his character, but his concept is interesting. Yeah, because it's kind of like because it's kind of like the if you because you know niggas comparing this shit to Naruto, it's kind of like the whole conqueror like puppet master wielding shit element to how they the sorcerers do it. So like his character may not I think he's somewhat interesting. I mean he's not my favorite or anything, but like he's he's okay. It's, it's not like at the time when the Rock Lee versus Gara fight came out, I didn't care about Rock Lee and I didn't care about Gara. In this fight, I cared about Gorilla Panda nigga and I kinda cared a little bit about Mekumaru. So I think I think like he they did it. He's he did it he did his thing, you know what I'm saying? I like Mekumaru. Shout out to Mekumaru getting such a tear over fucking friend zone that his puppet is getting friend zone. That shit crazy. That part okay, the reason I said that. Cause if you watch after the end, because oh yeah, the, uh, the little short thing, yeah. They yeah. told this nigga, this is why this is a front fucking zone moment. Cause they didn't have enough to even tell this nigga we scared to go talk to their ass. They lied to this nigga and said, said we counting on you. We counting on you. That's so fucking. Bold. But that's manipulation, G. They 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 low key bold cause they know that nigga situation, G. They was like. You fuck this nigga, bro. We just go push all the responsibilities on this nigga's a cripple G. Like, come on, bro. They said my man can't feel it, feel above his waist. 
He don't got an arm. He like, bro, I'm a puppet, talk. Why y'all keep? But then they made him feel good about himself, G. He was like, oh, they counting on me, bro. I like that. Because he would say, bro, when this last stream done, can you come help me with this? No. Like, what the fuck? Like. Don't even go do that shit. Don't go beat their ass. <laughs> I feel sorry. I felt sorry for that, bro. Cause he probably thinking, man, I'm making strides. He want blue hair chick. Is blue hair chick like some fucking double agent or something or no? No, he don't want blue hair chick. He, he don't, don't like. Hair? He don't. He don't like blue hair chick. Oh, I thought he blue would. Hair, it, that's already an L. Cause blue hair chick like fucking Goto. <laughs> yeah, she's a Goto. So. Um, is she like a double agent or some shit? No, no. She's, she's she has to me. She has you a rocker vibes because I think the last episode she said, "I just need some money." <laughs> I, I like, want... I like. She's like my second. Like Toto's number one, and she's like number two as far as like the, the fucking team, the Gara Sister team, school, or whatever yeah. you want to call it of this art. Yeah. I find her, her very interesting because she's like, I don't want to kill this nigga, eat the door. I kind of just want to win and, and and move on with my life. <laughs> I'm just trying to hurry up and get this through so I get the get to the bag. That's literally her role. And she I'm, said, uh, I'm looking forward to it. I accidentally forgot to watch the episode before this. Am I going to go back? Fuck no. I don't care that much. You should. The animation yeah, cool. the animation is good. I, I, you know, oh, Lou Ratchet just came out with a new video. I'll make sure to watch that. But, uh, bro, did you, am I going to go to as far as saying Jujutsu Kaz is kind of like a villain saga or this or that? You know, it's the po- it's the most popular show out of these two seasons, I should say. But it's good. It's a such a when I watch it, I feel good. I don't have to watch this show like I watch, you know, the the higher class fucking anime or some shit like that. When I watch it, it'd be like, oh, niggas about to complain about this. Oh, but you watching it, just like you know what? That was some good shit. That was, that was some decent shit, right? Oh, like Attack on Titan, we were like, why the fuck they make this nigga CGI? He's a, the one soldier fucking CGI. You know, it's more like, <laughs> that was some nice order, man. That was, it, did you guys not even fucking, it don't even feel long. That shit be for like 12 minutes. Low key, dude. It do breeze by fast. <laughs> it has a lot of action, that's why. Yeah. Um, but yeah, shout out to that show, man. Quick question. Go ahead. Did, based off what y'all telling me, did they go over why uh itadori's punch wasn't working on toto yet yeah yeah he, he explained about like okay, the fucking yeah. like the earth and like all this other shit like he told and then itadori like the last thing we saw after it, it went to the um panda nigga fight was like he was like i get it now um toto and then they like all right don't die on me itadori so like they actually about to fight for real yes but uh, even though we're probably we're probably gonna get like a two minute clip of that like we did this episode because the next episode focuses on uh shorty with the staff and the purple hair short she called all right 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 right, right. listen 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 when i say this this is just gut reaction i don't fucking care (laughs) i don't don't care (laughs) i really don't like the hand okay i don't i don't hate her i don't like her she's like She's teetering on like soccer. It's like she's like she's like in like the 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 limbo stage, right? Like soccer is like right there, and then like you got like on the other end of the stick, you kind of have like I don't fucking know like Uraka or some shit like that. Whatever, bro. Like it's like she's in that limbo state to me. Like because I kind of like it's just, she's just there. Whatever. Ooh. Fucking the freaking uh, bootlegs soccer with a hammer. Oh, y'all don't like uh uh Nobura? 
or Kuki Saki. I don't hate her, but uh, I don't. She's just there. Too. I like her a lot. I like. But she really she hasn't had her moment yet for me. Okay. That's my. I'm looking for her moment. If the next episode is that moment, then I'll shut up. But like, I I kind of don't care. I don't care about the little fucking lolly chick on the broom because I fucking hate lollies. Um, so that's already another character down. I am looking forward a little bit to the fight with the the sword chick and the staff chick. Uh, but again, it being shonen, and the way I kind of see this going, I already know who's gonna win. So it kind of takes a little bit out of the excitement of the fight because I already know the staff chick is gonna win because they were like, "Oh, this bitch is strong." Yeah, that that low key spoiled that whole fucking fight. Yeah, like, too. No, no what, what spoiled? What spoiled the fight is when they said fucking Mekumaru retired. It was like, okay, every other fight. So all right, so the freaking the hammer chick is gonna win. The hammer chick and whoever else is fighting is gonna win against the fucking broom chick. The gun chick is gonna get killed because I remember they spoiled this when um they first got there and they were saying that like the freaking hammer chick is low key stronger spiritually than you are the gun chick. So that's that. And then we already know the sword fight, the freaking sword and staff chick to go lose. So, you know what's crazy? Why the fuck Mechamaru retired though? He can't move. He got his ass beat. And then the, the, the oh, anime was can't like... <laughs> can't you make another puppet? No, the, did you, the anime told us because they think we're kids. They told us at the front that he retired. He lost. <laughs> hey, man. No, I, I'm still looking. I think the, I, I still think the fight's going to be good because animation, MAPPA, again, y'all killing it with the 2D animation. Do that with Attack on Titan. Um, but yeah, this arc is really good. But please... Go back to Itadori and uh, Toto because that shit is way more hype. Yeah, definitely agree. Uh, so, last thing is oh, we had everything. So, uh, WandaVision. So, WandaVision. I'll let y'all discuss that because I still haven't watched the episode yet. Oh shit, DC. What? This this. I know I might be capped when I say this. This was a fucking ten out of ten for me. Jim. No, it was, it was a ten out of ten for me too. I fucking loved 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 this episode bro if y'all listen bro to all my niggas who watched episode one and two and was like yo this show's ass this is like a six this is like a five i'm bro. in that boat too because i was i was duking on the first two episodes <laughs> need y'all to so, get that dunks cap on bro because that shit looking <laughs> this episode was really good let me summarize it and we can all give our thoughts so you know spoiler alert if you haven't seen it, you haven't seen it um but now this I feel like this episode was very much needed. This was a very good kind of like callback episode when, and it's like, it's kind of, I don't, don't want to say it's like ingenious, but like when you look back at it, it's like, makes sense. We got to see like how certain things ended up in the situation from the outside world's perspective and how it came into Wanda's perspective. Also this, this episode to me confirmed the fact that now they got the now that they got the rights to Fox, Fox's X Men, they're buffing Wanda, her Scarlet Witch version because now they can refer to them as mutants because now me and Detroit yeah. was looking at this episode like this bitch is over this bitch is OP, the shit that she's doing in this episode there's she's, no way Thanos she's actually a, with the acting like the Omega powered mutant that she is yeah she's actually acting yeah. like the Scarlet Witch in the comics now because like she's OP as shit, um but. We get the um, what's her real name? It's not Geraldine. It's uh, 
uh, you talking about Monica Rambeau? Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Bad as hell too. The, the actor, yeah. Melanin Queen. Oh, but we get the in. The, the reason why this episode automatically gets a ten out of ten for me is the way it started out. We actually oh, got a a a, a a a human perspective of what the blip, which is the official canonical term from it, what the blip felt like, like how people just literally started appearing out of nowhere, and like going through is like what the fuck is going on. Niggas, niggas just appear and walking through a hallway like, yeah. <laughs> you just came back, <laughs> fucking non-existent. And you just walking hit, the buddy, by a bitch. All right. And now you got a concussion. And oh, shit. Shit. <laughs> it's not like like Monica's like, oh okay, I'm good. Folks over there like this, he had to keep walking. I'm like, yeah, folks like, damn, bro. Hey, <laughs> what if you get blip? Like they was they was operating on you, and then you blip. And then you come oh, back. Oh damn! <laughs> you get blipped in like you get like imagine you're like a fucking pilot, right? And you get blipped in the air. <laughs> but all in all, I I just love the direction of that scene, how chaotic it was. Because I mean, that's I feel like that would have been the reception. We got more on Monica's character and how she's tied to sword. Um. And basically, initially, the it, it was viewed as a missing persons case um, taking place in, what do they call it, Westview? Yeah. I believe, yeah, Westview. So they were like, um, listen, uh, her mom died. She was like the captain. She was like, listen, you can't do no shit. You got to stay down here because I don't want you doing no, no dangerous stuff. So they were like, listen, we will give you this missing persons case. Investigate this area. See what's going on. We get my nigga from Ant Man getting that bag. It's, uh, that's yeah. this is the reason why I like this episode. A lot of good callbacks from the other movie, like the supporting characters. He came back. He was one of my favorite parts about Ant Man, especially Ant Man and Wasp because he was kind of funny. Um, but he's there, and they're like, "Okay, these cops are like saying that they ha- they don't know. Like, ask these cops what they think about Westview. They're like, ain't no such thing as Westview. I was in Eastview. I was born in Eastview." Even though the sign is like right there in front of them, so like again, you're kind of getting like, okay, okay, what's going on? So initially, they send in this drone, which, if you saw the first two episodes, is the exact same drone that Wanda saw in the bushes, and they send the drone in. It disappears. They're like, what the fuck is going on? Uh, Monica goes up and she's like, there's like this weird space distortion going on. She touches it. Now, this is like, this is where she lose some black points because ain't no black person doing that. Yeah. Ain't no black person going up to some space distortion and going, like, ooh, what's this? We gonna be like, all right, bro. I'm gonna call a, I'm gonna call a higher ups and see what they can do about this. Um, Thanks. But they, but she touches the freaking thing. She goes into the, she gets sucked into the world. And then now we get the outside perspective of all of the events that happen in the TV realm from there. We get uh, the chick uh, who was in the Thor movie, the Darcy. scientist chick. Yes, yeah. yeah. Um, also, the freaking chick who played the girl in Two Girls, One Cup, and she bad as hell, too. Wait, um, wait, huh? Not two oh, two broke one. girls. Two bro- I said Two oh, Girls, One girls. Cup for some reason. I don't know why. Bro, why? <laughs> I was about to say, yo, what? G, what? I'm like, nigga, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why, bro. I said, I said two... Two broke girls. I like two broke girls. One, co- I don't know, G. Oh, what about to say, <laughs> bad damn, I'm like, whoa, whoa, wait. I saw the video before the podcast. Nah, I'm just kidding. Um, but anyway, she <laughs> bad as hell. Uh, what else? She goes into the. She's smart as hell too. 
Because, like, I'm looking back, right, at, like, the Thor movies that she was in, and I'm just like, you never displayed this fucking level of genius in those movies at all. Granted, I don't remember much of Thor 2 because that movie fucking sucked, and the first <laughs> Thor movie was, like, whatever. But... Like she was like she was she was like okay uh, let me d- investigate this you got some radioactive um, things going on do you have a TV she pulls up she pulls up TV and then and then it kind of like wires into the Wanda like Wanda's little television reality and I'm like how did you like how did you connect the fact that there's radio radiation going on to the fact that like there's a TV that displays a, a different reality from my own bro like. I'm gonna let you slide. I'm gonna let that slide because you know Marvel niggas are on a different tier of smart. But I was just like, what the fuck? Okay. Um, but then they it cuts to them basically investigating um, that television world or whatever, and we get like a little montage of the, of the events, and then we also get um, the part of the first, the second episode where it was Buddy because originally I thought it was like somebody else, but like Doctor Strange, but. It turns out it was um what's his name? Agent Wu, I think. From uh Ant Man. I think they say it was Agent Wu. I don't I don't remember. Uh-huh. Um, but he's basically like he radio he radio ends and he's like, Wanda, you there? Like what 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 are they doing to you, Wanda? Oh, okay. yeah. And they and then they and it like they see that the actual television like cuts. And like, I was like, oh shit, okay, all right, okay. And it was something. So, did you catch this DC? So when he did, when he did the radio thing, the freaking, the freaking chick. She, it's like it was like a weird moment where she was like, huh, never mind. And then she went out there, like, as if she knows something, or like, I don't know if that's just like initial reaction, but it was like a weird moment in that episode where after he did that radio broadcast. And she saw that the television like cut. She kind of like had this realization, but she didn't say anything to him. I just assumed that she, because they later, what they later talk about, where she's like, "Yeah, they're editing." I think that was just hinting oh, okay. that she's gonna figure it out later. Okay. So after that, essentially, what happens is now we get we cut to the Geraldine stuff, where they. Well, they, they, they're looking at, I, I think it was like a little funny moment where they're actually like invested into the actual television show. They're like, oh, they're having babies and stuff like that. And yeah. Pretty cool. And she was um, like, do you want one? And oh, like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> she's like, you want it's like, yeah, you know, I want to, I want a kid. And she's like, no, nigga, you want what? some chips? <laughs> uh, they trail summoning on that screen. Did you get something good? Bro, look at the, look at the top three. Hold on, this gotta go away. Look at the top three right there. I just rainbowed this nigga off of one summit, bro. Oh. I just bro, you just got you just got that fucking um you just wow. I can't even be bad, bro. Sorry for that view. Like this nigga just got like a fucking one in like fucking million summon chance. <laughs> I like that shit is straight fucking. You know you're not pulling it. No, I'm just kidding. Oh shit, bro, but, uh, bro! I never got three LRs in fucking anything, bro. In a row too. 
that's very that's really impossible like that i know it seems we're overacted but that's like highly impossible for that shit i'm about to play the lotto soon bro that's how yeah. impossible that shit is my bad dc and chris but what's no, y'all good yeah. like i said Content. All right, so back, uh, so now we get more Geraldine stuff or Monica Rambo. Basically, they see that she's in the world. Um, they're wondering if she's kind of like in disguise. She, they're seeing the events of her helping her deliver birth. Then we cut to the fact that you know she says, "Oh, didn't your brother get killed by Ultron?" Um, and she's like, "Oh yeah, uh, you know you're not supposed to know this." And this is where we really get some interesting stuff. So it cuts to. You know, she's pressuring her. She's like, I need you to, you know, get out. Get out. I don't know you. Then it cuts. Then it goes back. So I don't know if they, I don't know if this is, they're not seeing this, but we, we the viewers are seeing this, but like the actual people outside of the sword facility haven't seen it get it edit. Um, but it shows us what actually happened and the fact that I think my theory that she is the fucking villain is a thing because she essentially uses her powers, fucking pushes Geraldine out of the of the verse, and then she like fixes the like she fixes like the house and, and shit like that. So it's like it it's getting to a point now where it's like like damn, like what's what's the end game here with, with Wanda? Like more specifically, I'm very interested to happen. I'm very interested to know what happened immediately after they defeated Thanos. Like, what is what was her mindset? Like, how come she did she did she not tell any of the other Avengers? Did she just say fuck it? I'm gonna go to this random town and just go crazy, go insane, and make my own reality, or or what? Because like now it's just like, how far is she going? Because she knows. She know in it because it shows that like Vision's dead. Like he comes into the house and it shows like a dead vi- that shit kind of creeped me out at first. I was like, what the fuck? Like yeah. when it cut to that shit. Um, but she know like it's not a she's not getting manipulated or anything like that. It's she actually knows exactly what's happening in this reality and she's shaping it and she's bending it to her own rules. And if you don't follow those those rules, you can get the fuck out. Um and a lot of it because of the trailer and it seems like vision is like a separate entity right because they're saying like is vision alive or not but did you notice it, it, there's a trailer that shows in like the initial trailer it shows vision himself walking towards like the portal the, thing the and- portal thing yeah so it's like this is this is like he a separate entity because if he's her actual imagination or her perceived reality how is he acting up on his own because i do know that there was like um i don't know if you guys mentioned it or i watched somebody else i think it was like Amy Joe or something but like i do remember like they mentioned that like wanda's perceived reality is like so it depends on her concentrating so hard that like her two twins that she has if she stop if she loses concentration they disappear from reality yeah they don't exist so it's like how is vision last doing, episode how is vision doing what he's doing within her perceived reality if she is if he is a creation of hers so that's all i'll say about that i'll let you guys could i'll uh, go next um 
I remember you guys said the when this show first came out or last ep- week's episode when you guys said there's horror elements in the show. Mm. I really felt it um, this episode, especially that scene when you were talking about where it just cuts to vision with a dead with vision. Yeah, forehead. I ain't gonna cap. I jumped the cat. I was like, I was like oh shit. Yeah, I jumped. <laughs> and then it just immediately cuts back to him being regular, and they just said it just felt. Everything beyond this point feels eerie to me, and I love it. Um, I do think, Cam, with the Vision stuff, the fact that we saw Vision, like his lifeless husk self, my thing is that since she's in this town, there's parts of the, like when Geraldine flew out of the little portal thing, she still had her clothes from when she was yeah. in this. So I think that she's utilized, she's bringing things to existence based off things that already exist. So I think she's like, manipulating vision's corpse and in the comics i do know that like vision has like a separate just android because like even though the stone was ripped out he still has an ai system yeah yeah so maybe that's when the ai system kicks back back in for the next episode and he comes back but he's a little bit more uh robot skeptical like regular jarvis i don't know but uh that's a good theory that's what i think because my dad and everybody else thinks that he's uh it's not the corpse that's walking around, but I think she's like marionetting his corpse. And they, yeah, and that makes it even more creepy when you think that's about creepy. it. She's kissing on dude and cracking <laughs> it, it it's all weird, but I love this episode. This episode made me a big fan of the series. I'm this the episode felt really fast to me and I want more. And that they did their job because that's what they're supposed to do. Make me want to come back next week. But mm. um, yeah, I love I love the meta aspects when they were like writing on the uh, on the whiteboard and stuff. I had to go back and watch like extra videos so they could point out the Easter eggs that I missed. But there were scrolls written on one of the whiteboards. Oh. So I don't know if that's gonna because we in um, Captain Marvel or it was Spider Man. One of the end credits scenes showed Nick Fury up in the sword spaceship with other scrolls. And they said Monica is grounded, so she can't get to the spaceship station where Nick Fury is at. Yeah. So they're, they're obviously separating them for some reason. There's some information that she's not getting about what's going on. So mm-hmm. this might tie into some, some people are speculating secret invasion, Kree scroll stuff. So it's Wanda, I think Wanda is the main villain um, I do think it, Agatha Harkness or whatever that hex stuff. I do think there's going to be some either Nightmare Mephisto things, but the fact that Scrolls is on there, I think there might be some shape shifting aspects brought into it. I, I think it's going to get really big out of nowhere, but I think the yeah. scales are just going to go crazy, especially after the. They said like Evan Peters is supposed to show up for this uh, Quicksilver from the Fox. Oh, oh, man. Yeah, they, he, he's playing his, well, allegedly he's playing his They Fox If they just version. show a scene where he just like fucking, like he's full of bullet, like he's talking to her and then it cuts back and it's like him with bullet holes in there. Like, what are you doing, Wanda? That'd <laughs> like, be creepy. Edgy. But, like, oh man. I'm hyped. I, I can't wait till I know what's next. The um, blip stuff, I love the beginning scene, the fact that her mom's passed while she was blipped. Mm-hmm. It's just crazy. You know how like phase one and everything from phase one stems from the event when uh, Shatari invaded Earth. It's right. looking like the blip is the next like main thing where everybody, all the main conflicts stem from. Yes, yeah. people coming back from being blip. So 
But that's it for me. I'm just I have a bunch of theories I'm trying to think of, but that's it for me. So I wasted my talking time literally being shocked about Dolph Nine Battle. So I ain't really got nothing else to say. Uh, Cam experience is kind of just like mine. Really good episode. The Vision Corp shocked the fuck out of me. I, it's not. And let me be clear with people. It's like, bro, I'm the last Marvel fanboy in this fucking group. None of us is Marvel fanboys. But when it like, if they was to rank this fanboyism, bro, I'm like dead ass last. <laughs> but the writing on this show is good. And I don't like. I understand we get we get Marvel fatigue all the time, but to to make somebody want to come back and continue to watch this shit every week, that's something that, come on, not that many shows can do it, bro. So, shout out to this episode. I can't wait to see what happens next. And it just seems like it's gonna go like, it's just gonna go full steam from now on. Though, just like full like what the fuck moments. Yeah. Now the fact that. It's possible to actually go inside of Wanda's reality. It's nothing but possibilities after that, Joe. Nothing but possibilities. And RP that B nigga. RP that nigga in the B. So we oh, don't know what we don't know what happened <laughs> to folks. <man. laughs> <laughs> buddy got packed up. They set them off going into that. She said, "I don't want you here." And folks went in the folks went in the uh, flashback at all after he left. Rescue work rope turned to a jump rope, G. (laughs) (laughs) Damn. All right, let's go ahead and move on to news. Uh, So, what we got for, uh, let's see. Only really gaming news we got is, uh, well, the GameStop said we're going to, I'll let Cam go in depth on why that's important. But uh, gaming side of things, Roger Craig Smith. Is no longer going to voice Sonic in Sonic video games. He's been doing Sonic's voice for the past I think decade, I think ten years. It started with it years. started with Colors. So whenever Colors came out, is when he like officially started voicing Sonic. So yeah, I think that was like a decade ago almost. So so yeah, so he's no longer going to voice Sonic. So shout to whoever going to get that job next. Uh, people are trying to uh, bring uh, Urkel back to do Sonic. <laughs> I don't. Oh, from Sonic Underground or whatever it was. Sonic Stats. Even though I, 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 for for the time of when that show came out, like when I was because I fucking Sonic fanboy, I I watched the fuck out that show. He did a good job voice acting, but nowadays, yeah, I'm good on that. G in 2021, it's that that is pure like OG comedy Sonic shit. And we in the age where like niggas want Sonic to be tied to some edgy shit for some stupid ass fucking reason, so you kind of need a more grounded tone. Yeah. Urkel's voice is not doing that. <laughs> exactly. Even though if he each time he go uh, he goes ooh or just anything funny related, I'm I'm for it though. But that's we not will. okay. <laughs> exactly. Like for the catchphrases, yeah. Anything else, no. Uh, then. Redo of Hiller is struggling to get an English translation. So according to the uh, the Good. original writer of Redo Hiller, he is saying that uh, that they can't find somebody to publish the English translation of the light novel, which is probably for the greater good. Good, honestly. So don't do it. Hey, Please you know, don't. A certain person had to. I was in a chat. I'm not gonna say his name, podcast reasons, but he told me. 
when I said that was a dumbass show, he said, why? And then I told him the reason why. Don't want to talk about it no more. He said, so? I'm like, bro, I like, bro, there's a difference between fucking edginess and weird, bro. It's weird as fuck. Rape, nigga. Like, <laughs> you know, it's already YouTube channels coming out that watch mangas and shit like that. I already said, oh, I knew this was going to happen. <laughs> no, you're fucking stupid. This is not no edgy ass content. It's not no real good storytelling about revenge. It's ass, so. Fuck redo Hiller, man. Yeah, so that's it. That's all in regards to that. And Japan is now trying to finesse cosplay cosplayers yeah. to give their income towards the original <laughs> creation. So wait, so so basically, you basically you can't what it's not they're what they're they're pushing for it. It's not in effect yet, but what they're trying to do is essentially the same. Kind of like how we have YouTube copyright system and the Twitch DMCA shit when it comes to music. Essentially, it's going. They're trying to push it to where if you cos, say for instance, you want to cosplay uh, Zero Two, she's a popular female anime character, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Then that anime product, the the original production studio, wherever it's tied to, could sue you if you're making a Profit. if you're making financial gains from it. Like if you if it's like your job, like you you cosplay Zero Two. You got like a fucking OnlyFans or some shit like that, and niggas is giving you money because you're dressed up as zero two. The, those companies can go like, "Oh, you making a hundred dollars? Even though we made buku bucks from the actual show, we don't like the fact that you're making a hundred dollars from our shit. So, go ahead, give it to me." So, I think what they're trying to do now is make, basically kind of get like a cut of it. So, in order for you to cosplay as zero two now, you gotta get like. 10% to that company or whatever the process is, which again, we're just going more towards art censorship, <laughs> basically. Yep. Like you can't, you just, you just can't do shit anymore if it's tied to a property. Now, to play devil's advocate, I see where they're coming from, where it's like you're making money off of my property. But at the same time, it's kind of like when we go talk about the, the the Wall Street shit, where it's like, yeah, they're making money off of your shit, but it's not unless it's not anything that's like gonna be to your detriment, because yeah, that person's cosplaying is zero two, but they're still gonna buy your merchandise. They're still gonna watch your shit. You're still gonna get those customers. Well, yeah, the the chick that's cosplaying is zero two is making like two thousand dollars a month because she she do she does her shit when it comes to that but like you're still making way more than, you're than making that so it's like hundreds it's and no, thousands and millions of dollars way more than 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 what she could ever possibly make by dressing up as zero two and you also have to consider the fact that like it's not like they're going into your studio and stealing your like you're if you made a live action show darling the frank show stealing it and going like all right this is my cosplay give me money like they they take time like it's i watched a video about like a day in life for cosplayer these niggas it's a craft they have to make sure they take care of their body they watch what they eat they have to make sure they get the dimensions right it's like it's like they this is like their legit job that they do and it takes time money and effort so it's not necessarily they're not like just directly just stealing from you they're putting their own 
time and energy into this effort and for you to just go like no fuck it you dressing up at zero two give me money is a kind of a scummy move yeah. i understand where you're coming from but it still is one of those instances where it's like i'm gonna side with the the cosplayers because it's like come on nigga, like i got a question so is it so i agree with you cam and that's why i want to ask you this question because if it's the way of say for instance somebody cosplays zero two and that's all they financial gain is it like that like now i'm zero two on twitch i'm be known as zero two girl cosplay as her every day making money out that or is it that motherfucking cosplaying is zero two i'm gonna need a cut of that it, so, it, it's that person is cosplaying at zero two. I need to cut of that. Yeah, <laughs> that's like where that. I have I have a problem with that because, like, especially from a creator standpoint, that is community. That's basically like we've said this multiple times. It's free advertisement because nine is. times out of ten, some dude's gonna look at he's like, "Dang, that bitch bad." What show is that from? Boom. I'm gonna go watch that show. <laughs> I'm gonna go yeah. buy the poster so I can beat off to that because that's that's what they do. Like, I, that's what these like, niggas do. Literally, but uh, but as of right now, it's it's the Japanese government trying to push it. So for one, is they're trying yeah. to find ways to get bread. But let me, it's like so. This is what the article says: After it was reported that the Japanese government is considering rules that will allow copyright holders to regulate cosplayers for income earned from cosplay activity, the House of Counselors mem- member Toru Yamada appeared on the news to explain. Implications of the potential laws on cosplay activity. This dude said there are many people hearing this news who may feel worried that this may have bad implications for cosplay and derivative works. At the very least, I, as a responsible person in the Liberal Democratic Party of Japan, would do what I can to protect fan culture so that I can help you rest easy. So clearly, it's like the Republicans of Japan said, we're going, we're going <laughs> to break bank and try to get as much money out this community it's because to them it, niggas too, G. <laughs> but the Democrats is like no nah, man niggas, just let these niggas dress up let G. them dress up <laughs> they're spending money to dress the shit up let yeah, it be great it. enjoy the free marketing we got bigger things to uh, worry about illegal streaming of our shit right <laughs> it's free it's free investment it's free advertisement for you and it's an investment for it's like not necessarily high risk high reward but it's like it's because it's like yeah they spend they have to spend money like professional cosplayers not not like not like the niggas you see in c2e2 who put like fucking bootleg cosplay like fucking cardboard keyboards and shit like actual legitimate professional cosplayers spend money Money. they they spending money to make sure that their shit is accurate as fuck they spend time and effort maintaining their their body shapes and tones so that they are they are literally portraying the character that they are dressing up as. So that's their own money that they're investing into. And there's not a guarantee that like if they even if they pull the outfit right that they're going to make that back. But it's free advertisement for you because regardless damn that character looks pretty cool. What show is that from? All right, let me check it out. It's at no cost to you. Mm-hmm. You're you're not it, you're not you don't lose out on a thousand dollars because this chick is a really good cosplayer at zero two, no, nothing comes out of your pocket. So there's I don't understand this this need to just oh man 
we gotta Reed. have it's, it's not it's just not we just don't want you we just don't want money we want all the money and mm-hmm. all all of that money too on top of that and it's just you just see the greed going out of control so i hope that this thing does not pass because japanese cosplayers upper echelon crazy upper echelon but let's go ahead move on to uh game stop and stock in the market in the wall street and reddit pretty much saying hey we're gonna show you niggas how to properly use the internet and fuck the world up and oh, i'm man. here for it i'm just mad i missed out on this stock shit when it comes to it man i'm so mad i can't a little bit jealous on it I'm, I'm we're both a little jealous that we missed out on it because literally it, i could have put yeah. five dollars and i've been like stress naive <laughs> but it be that way i'm not good at breaking down this uh stock and shit i don't think the only best person qualified is cam because we are working on a podcast in the future in regards to like securing the bag and stuff like that so mm-hmm. i'm gonna let him cook and explain why this is a good thing at the end of oh, the day yeah, very so very um so i'm gonna try to i don't want to go too too deep into like the, the all the financial intricacies of it um i do recommend if you want to find out a lot more about it you check out um angry joe's video uh about it they do a good job of kind of breaking down like the whole story there are also some other ones if you're interested in some news channels um the daily show with trevor noah um Stephen Colbert, the late the late night show with Stephen Colbert does a great job of kind of breaking the situation out. So if you want to find more information, go to them. Um, but essentially, it, it's funny because this all started off from a fucking meme. Let's just put it like that. All this shit broke down because of a meme. <laughs> and it's just crazy when you think about it. Um, I had a great, me and Detroit had a great conversation with my mom about the situation. Um, especially the, I'm so mad I did not, man, I'm so mad I didn't buy stock. It was the, this this story of this kid's mom who bought like a bunch of stocks for him uh a game stop like 10 10 something stocks when it was like five dollars and he was checking out the thing and like he cashed out when like the stock for gamestop hit like 400 something so he made like three thousand dollars off of those stocks and he's like he's like putting he's setting aside some from himself and he's putting the rest into more investments smart kid great so to break it down um, from a high level perspective, as far as the overall situation without going to, without having a fucking boring ass financial lesson, essentially you got two sides to it, right? You got the Reddit boys and you got the hedge fund niggas. America. Fuck so the hedge fund niggas. Basically, this, if you, if you want to know our, our stance on this, Fuck them hedge funds, niggas. Exactly. Cry more Wall Street. That's my that's my that's my username for a reason. Um, so essentially, what happens is that they call it a free market. We're not gonna get into all this stuff, but they call it a free market. But in the, the end of the day, is market manipulation. Hedge funds essentially, what happened is that GameStop stock is severely fucking low, and it was all and it's just decreasing. So essentially, they short bet it. They called up a bunch of investors, and they were just like, listen. Bet against because GameStop is gonna fucking it's gonna close out. Like it's just gonna die. So just put all of their put all your investments betting against GameStop. So that way when we cash out, we'll make buku bucks, right? And essentially what happened is that the Reddit boys found out about this situation and they were like, huh, 
So you're saying that you're betting against GameStop. You're saying that the stock is going to go severely low. So you're you're putting this money in in hopes of it short leaping, right? So what ended up happening is that they basically called up a bunch of people using Reddit, and they were like, "All right, cool. Um, everyone buy buy as many stocks as you can. Just keep buying, 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 and we're gonna sell, buy, sell, buy, and we're gonna basically manipulate it so that we get a an increase essentially because what they what the hedge funds boys um they betted against it was like a 140 percent drop basically as, as far as like that was like the margin that they wanted to go for and the reddit boys used that they were like 140 140 percent are you fucking crazy okay let's just let's just go go in buy 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 sell 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 and they just made the they made gamestop stock fucking exponentially freaking grow. crazy up g crazy bro from 11 like from 11 dollars to like the highest i think it was like 500 something dollars essentially and so basically if you were smart enough i i now i can't give you exact financial advice because at the end of the day it's your money only person who can tell you how to spend your money is you right oh uh, so i don't recommend uh, we'll talk about that later but like if you have some way to buy into GameStop stock i don't recommend doing it as of now because the market is so volatile shit is just going crazy but if you are somebody who is just who, who previously invested in it i would say my best advice is don't sell just continue to hold like if you didn't sell back when it was like in the 500 and 400 range and you just wanted to wait to see how the situation is i i say hold don't don't do anything with it now that's my best advice um but essentially what ended up happening is that these hedge fund boys like they went to sleep going like wow i'm finna wake up gamestop stock is gonna crash and i'm finna make money because i bet against it and then they woke up they checking their stock and they like hold on the hell going on i gotta pay i gotta pay these niggas back <laughs> hold on g i oh wait what's going on i gotta pay these niggas back for these transactions what's going on and they started losing millions of dollars and they got pissed so of course what we're at what the current situation is now is essentially and this is a prelude to my clown of the week um and i actually even cake for y'all niggas own podcast too. Yes. but fuck you robin hood like severely fuck you um your whole your whole model is that of the legend of robin hood the nigga who robs from the rich robs from the rich and gives to the poor that's the whole mode when you came out with robin hood i forgot it was like a it was a great post it was like expectations versus reality it was a twitter post that they came out with there was like a free market for all right like the free market should be available to the public blah 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 and then they put the post about them shutting down the GameStop uh stock uh because of market volatility um so yeah fuck you for that there's absolutely no way you have people on the far left and the far right agreeing that what you're doing is severely wrong. So as of now, because uh, I do want to kind of keep up with this story as we, as it kind of goes on, the current update on this is that there's a class action lawsuit getting filed against Robinhood for doing this shit because it's free market. People should be people should be able to buy GameStop stock anytime they want to. And they should be able to sell it anytime they want to and you shouldn't 
you shouldn't close up the, the, the ability to buy that stock just because your hedge fund uh, managers are crying wolf or crying, oh no, 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 I'm just... <laughs> it's unacceptable, right? So all in all, what the current situation is, is that essentially where the internet is fucking up the hedge fund niggas. And it's a good thing. Why? Because it exposes just how just how scummy and just how scummy and fragile the the free market they claim that we have for capitalism is a free market. It's not. It's never been a free market. It's always been market manipulation where these hedge funds and these other financial corporations use the information that they gain to bet against bet against falling stocks to make buku bucks of fucking money and now that the internet used that against them they're pissed boohoo cry me a river dude who fucking i don't give a shit like tough cookies my nigga um and like the, <laughs> like what what people what people need to 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 realize too is that like this brings to light how oh also this because a lot of these hedge funds are trying to call, call government bailouts um and guess who guess who pays those bailouts we do with our taxpayer money mm-hmm. so the situation is that they're mad that we're using their own tactics against them to manipulate the market so that we can make money because that's what y'all was crying y'all y'all hedge funds y'all y'all upper y'all y'all saying that oh six hundred dollars is a lot of money y'all should use that money to invest Mm -hmm. we invested that money we're making money from that investment now you're mad so now you're losing millions of dollars and now you're calling for a government bailout for your hedge funds which come from the people that you're mad at which makes no fucking sense so i'm for this movement i think that um this is something that like if if you're a i don't know like if you're a gamer if you're somebody if you're somebody who's in our black otakus we're like y'all rock with us really take the time to look at the situation and do some more research not not more research but just watch some videos you know get a better understanding of the financial situation the financial intricacies going on what the reddit boys are doing why the hedge funds people are so mad and like see how this is all unfolding because this is one of those situations where it's like it's kind of like a revolution in a sense where you really we're really gonna see some change where like this is going up to government level shit and i guarantee you this is the way this is how you get changed to certain situations because we we basically expose that this ain't no fucking free market it never has been so now you're gonna have the government going should we should we have some regulations should we be making more strict blah 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 the only way to do it is to expose them play them at their own game and that's exactly what we're doing so i'm all for this reddit movement i like it's niggas on reddit um going like they telling them to sell and they're like listen bro we i'm losing what 50 100 dollars i don't give a fuck y'all losing millions of dollars millions upon millions of dollars mm-hmm. so we'll keep holding until y'all keep losing that money so i'm for it um y'all can y'all can talk i don't really have much to really add honestly but like yeah that's why i wanted you to break it down cam because it's like it's not really much to really add uh i'm 
I'm happy for the people that did take advantage of it. And, not, and like I said, this is just not even GameStop. It's also AMC. Yeah, uh, a lot the of dog, dog, Doga Coin. I don't know what the hell it's called. That's the new. Oh, that's the one that's on the rise now. Uh, I'm actually looking into that if it's still not too late. But um, but that's some cryptocurrency shit, bro. That's a different ballpark than just the stocks. Um, I know that, but still, something to look into. <laughs> like I said, something to look into. But like I said, I'm not mad at anybody that's taking a chance. It's like, hey, even like. Especially like we're in a freaking pandemic, bro. Like at the end of the day, when shit like this happens, you gotta fact think about we're in a damn pandemic. People right. are struggling to get by. We're begging for uh, Joe Biden and his gang to literally hurry up and get this second stemmy, the third stemmy going, or give us the rest of our damn stemmy that we should have got. People are starving. The poor is going to eat. It's like. Literally, the poor is ready to eat the rich, dude. Yeah. And this is one of those moments where it's just like, hey, fuck. we don't care. We're going to do it through any means necessary. Just like Tupac said, the poor are going to eat the rich and it's, it's going to be nasty. This is the start of it. It's really the start of it. So it's just like we're in for a ride because this is just the beginning, honestly. Let's just look at it like that. Um Daytra DC, y'all want to add anything or? Real quick, so there was a part, there's a time in history uh, that this happened recently, right? Not as on a as a big scale. So when when the internet just started booming, it was this thing that happened, and I'm not reading it up verbatim. I'm playing Dokkan Battle. I know this from actually paying attention in school, kid. Pay attention in school, especially if you got like a financial class. So there was this thing called the dot com bubble. Oh yeah, and yeah. the dot com bubble essentially, which is everybody was selling fucking dot coms. They were selling big dick dot com, yep, raging dot com, and it was a big bubble. And rich people only see one thing; they see fucking money. See so rich people are like let me buy this real quick for this little amount of money because they uh, we gonna need big dick dot com eventually. And that bubble got to the point in which it burst, and so many motherfuckers was out of cash. And it changed the way how we sell use I mean URLs and shit like that. Yep. What this can do is change the way which the devil hedge funds, because they are they are Satan, they sell it, they they are using trends and data and stocks and shit to make them more money and them manipulate companies, the market. And them fucking is public tank. They manipulating the system. Continue to do that shit, bro. Continue to eat the rich mode is in full effect. I'm down. Yeah. I ain't that hungry as everybody else, but I wonder when y'all cutting them checks. Go ahead and slide trail side with a little something. Yeah, brother's starving, so, G. Brothers is starving. So, and Boston and matter of fact, plugger. Boston, you tweaking media merch with said money as well. Teespring, uh, type in you tweaking <laughs> media merch and get buy some merch. We 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 wanna we wanna uh we wanna get that some of that ether uh, ether rich energy too. Yeah, exactly. But it's, it's a beautiful. It's a this. If anything else is being said, no matter what side you on, it's beautiful, but it also so fucking ugly, of how our our country how? is so much. It, it just ran on so many fucking lies, just fucking lies. Of one of the biggest lies is capitalism. <laughs> Very much freedom. There's no such thing as freedom in the states. It's not even a free fucking market. So, 
take that how y'all want to take that. But uh, like I said, Cam did a good job explaining it, so there's not that much to talk about. Do you yeah. see anything? I'll uh, when when we post the when we post post the episode on Twitter, I'll add some links to some videos for you for all our listeners and viewers to check out. If y'all want to have more information about the situation and y'all want to find out a little bit more about the financial intricacies of the of how the Reddit boys are manipulating the stock the stock market to make these hedge fund bitch ass niggas lose money. Um, but yeah, this is absolutely amazing. Like this this was great news for me. Cause like me just listening to like how this shit is happening and these hedge funds, bro. The fucking some of the shit, the, the clips I saw on Fox News, these niggas crying, bro. They yeah. are big mad, G. <laughs> them niggas, them, these niggas are big. They're going, we can't, they can't do, they can't do this. It's like, nigga, what y'all, y'all tell us to pull ourselves up by our bootstraps, invest, and 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 take and and start doing something with our money. We do it. And now y'all, and now it's like, damn, bro, like y'all ain't have to listen to us or something. Like, what the? <laughs> it's like what Chris says: is it Uchi Wally was in one mic, man. What's what, what? What we doing, G? So, it's like another perfect analogy of the situation. Is like imagine, imagine like you get bullied in like middle school, right? Like you're constantly getting bullied by this one dude, and after you graduate, y'all both end up in the same high school, and you bulk up. And now this dude comes to bully you and you retaliate in self-defense. You go like, hey, bro, stop doing this. Punch him in the face once. Once. And he goes like, you can't do that. Why are you bullying you? I, I never did anything bad. You why are you doing that? This is exactly what's happening right now. So um, we as a collective of the Black Otakus, we Reddit boys keep doing what y'all are doing. People who are investing in the GameStop stocks and AMC and all that stuff. Hold the line. Let's let these. Let's. I want to see these niggas cry more. I enjoy their tears. Mm-hmm. And um, and for your hedge fund niggas, fuck you. That's it. Right. Anything you want to add, DC? Uh, I don't know shit about stock. So. All right, cool. I I, I was just wondering because I thought maybe your pops would have had probably talked about it. It was been going on and shit. So he, I, he probably did, and I ignored him. I'm on this perch shit right now, so <laughs> he's hey, my advisor when it comes to money. I, he tells me what to do, so hey. I ask him later. Hey, all right, let's I'll, go. Hey, ahead. I'll be very interested to hear to hear his thoughts on the situation. Yeah, because like he, I'm pretty sure he invests in stock. So, but let's go ahead. We got freaking clowns, G. Goofies out here. Trying to hurt in this episode, man. All right, clown of the week, man. Mine's is gonna. I got two. First and foremost, fuck T.I., fuck his goddamn wife up. Oh, bitch. yeah. So, That's he's going to knock this out right away. I don't fuck with pedophiles. I don't fuck with oh, women. anybody that involves the harm of women, black women specifically, G. That's an automatic A, fuck you, man. T.I., like somebody already been saying a lot on the internet, so I'm just going to quote whoever the original person was. T.I., good luck uh, extending your vocabulary trying to explain this shit, because, G, you full of shit. Oh, yeah. But, bro. <laughs> I hate reading stories of literally black women having to sit there explain this type of stuff, G. That shit made me uncomfortable, bro. It did. Like, like it was one where they said, like, Shorty literally was in the room, and she was trying to get her phone back, get an Uber, and they were like, nah, but you ain't getting your phone back. Yeah. And she saw them dr- drag out a woman who was drugged up, and they just left her there. I was like, 
the fuck. See, this thing. If you want to have orgies and all that, this is why Pimp C said to what he said. Be family, man. We thought T.I. was a family, man. He's not, clearly. But, bitch. Definitely is. But the fact that you're bringing women all over the all over the country, young and old, some of these are teenage girls, and all that, or work teenage girls, that's just downright disgusting, G. Using your wife as a part of it as well, it's disgusting. But, that's just outright disgusting. Anybody who's saying, oh, it's not true, or they knew what they're getting into, I hate that no. excuse. I, look, I I had to argue with Sean, this Sean at work about this. No, I don't care if they are. If I'm if if one day this shit blow up and literally we have women going up and down our nuts and want us and shit like that, we're never going to put them in a situation where they feel uncomfortable or and all that where they say where they where it's like that ever. I don't care how how they view me. I would never take advantage of a woman like that no matter what so it's just like it goes back to the point is respect women respect teenage girls and respect black women at the end of the day if it's literally if 15 women sit there and say he did this shit to me then then there is a high chance he did that shit to at least most of them and that's right. my logic when it comes one of them, to this one of them is telling the absolute truth Exactly. At least one, but I'm going with the most. We we're, we're, literally this is we're, I'm tired. We gotta go through this shit constantly. Ti has made some great music in in, in my timeline, but at the same time, I'm not the biggest fan of the nigga because literally some of that shit I just can't listen to like that no more. I don't really care for. It. But at the same separate, time, separate, not, not even not even that. It's just like stop. Stop glorifying, like just stop glorifying these niggas. G. Exactly. Yeah, they make they make good music, and I guess the nigga can act whatever, right? That don't make him a god. That don't make exactly. him somebody that's above us. This nigga is still a fucking human being, and if he and does inhumane shit, he should be called out for it. Exactly. Regardless of what he did, I don't give a fuck if his music is the music you fucking had your first first sex with, or you fucking went down the fucking graduation aisle to this nigga. Who fucking exactly. cares, dog? Like, it's, it's not worth fucking, it. This nigga's a pedophile. He's a rapist. Call him out on his bullshit and make him take accountability for it. Just because he's a star does not give him immunity from basic human shit, bro. Exactly. So, fuck you, T.I. Fuck you, Tiny. Feel bad for your kids because you, you, T.I.'s consistently has embarrassed his kids consistently within the past couple of years. Fuck you. And my last clown goes to uh, the niggas who really just at this point ruined the silhouette challenge. Uh, you niggas who sat there and said, "Oh, I'm gonna make a, I made an app so I can see past the red filter." You are the biggest piece of scum on this earth, G. Look, I know at the end of the day, a lot of the women are make doing that challenge to make themselves feel good or whatever. They're not thinking about us entertaining us guys, but at the same time, it's just an added effect that, hey, we're going to geek them up. But they don't need you loser-ass niggas to sit there and say, hmm, is she really naked? Oh, she probably is naked. I need to see beneath the filter. They make an app. Or let me just work around it and shit. Like, what's wrong with you? Just go on porn, G. You know how <laughs> easy it is to literally go on your phone. 
whatever yeah, face id why are you open up your phone hold on it's, i'm about to open free, up my G. phone where's where's fucking google google chrome or safari it's simple pop up that incognito tab incognito oh, there you go incognito mode simple it's there. simple you get real dastardly go ahead when you find a video that you like you see the tv icon Pop that bitch up on your big screen. Go crazy. <laughs> Go crazy if man. you can, literally, it, it don't take much nowadays, G, to find naked women. But the naked women who do that shit and they don't care if you see them. Naked. Exactly. Subscribe <laughs> to OnlyFans, G. But for some of these women, they're just doing it for fun. For fun, they don't want to. Literally, they didn't. They don't post the shit. Sit there and soon. Somebody's gonna sit there and be like, "Oh, now I'm about to see this shit naked." Like, nigga, no. It's for our entertain. It's for their. It's for their fun, our entertainment to sit there and be in awe about G. And y'all fucked it up. Even though some women still doing it, but now it's to a point on my time seeing too many niggas and dykes doing it. So I'm 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 already disturbed. But with that being said. Y'all niggas wrong to fun, G. Weirdo niggas, clowns forever, G. So, those are my clowns. You got a clown, uh, Detroit DC? No, I was trying to think of one, but I ain't got one. Uh, I'm not even gonna, you know, I'm not gonna give ZKK niggas any more, any more publicity, <laughs> so I'm gonna leave it at that, at that. No, actually, no. I'll have a clown, but it's like a future clown. Uh, for people that think that page one is Sanji's main fight and that they said that Frankie is stronger than Sanji, come back to come back to me when the arc is done. Because I'm going to just in, entertain that notion. And if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. But if you're wrong, I'm on your ass. <laughs> Frankie is chopper tier. Bro, if anything, I may say chopper stronger than Frankie. I don't care about fucking listen, bro. I, I Frankie's don't care, don't you, know, you know, super. My car said, awesome, right? I don't. There's Sanji people, there's Sanji. enough people that think that. I've seen it I a just, lot lately. I don't under like Sanji is fucking deep dismantling this nigga, dog. Like, it's not even a challenge, G. Like, he's I, done. <laughs> I've seen people say it a lot because they said that everybody that's fighting Topi Ropo are on the same level. So they say Frankie is. They say the new trio is like Jinbei, Frankie, and Sanji, and then you got Zoro and Luffy up here. That's the new notion, quote unquote. So I'm it's not ZKK people, that's just people being stupid because it's people that's not ZKK that's saying that. So I'm not gonna put it on them. Y'all already tweaking as it is. Funny as hell. But y'all Sanji haters just in general, I'ma wait on it. Cause Oda might tweet and I'm gonna drop the series. So if I'm wrong, I'm dropping the series. But uh, every clown of the week will be you specifically. <laughs> if I'm if I'm right, I'm, I'm just leaving it. At Instant that. Hall of Fame. Instant. Playing uh, All right. So my clown, like I said before, goes to Robin Hood. Just come on, dog. Like you don't don't market yourself the way you market yourself, and then once you start getting pressure from these whiny ass old ass white people to fucking uh stop the the selling of certain stocks because the market's too volatile you you bend the knee 
That's some scummy shit, dog. Like, I really was go spit because, like, a prelude to some future stuff about um, the YouTube and media brand, I really was go prop y'all up as far as, like, good tools to invest in as far as, like, getting stocks and shit. But now I'm I'm iffy on it now, G. I'm iffy because if this is how y'all reacting to this one incident, I don't know what's going to happen if this shit happens again, G. So I'm going to have to look up some other things, G. And, like, that, some scummy shit, bro. Fuck y'all. Um... And change y'all name. Change y'all name to uh not Robin Hood. Napoleon. Uh, not yeah. So change your <laughs> name to like Hood Hood Robin. No, no don't even put Hood in. Y'all robbed, need to be in the hood. Cause y'all no. robbing from y'all robbing from the hood. Oh hood bro. Oh people. okay. Hood, oh <laughs> I get it. Yeah. That's cool. Hood Robin. Yeah. Y'all robbing from y'all robbing from, y'all robbing from the, the hood and giving to the, the rich. You know, mm. steal from the poor, give to the rich. Uh so. Fuck y'all. Um, y'all some goofy-ass niggas. But to end it off on a goat, y'all already know. Chloe. That's what I'm talking about! That's why he's doing me! That's why he's the goat! Hey. The goat! Hey, man. We throwing Chloe in the Hall of Fame, bro. Chloe in the Hall of Fame, bro. She is in the Hall of Fame, bro. She Appreciation. Melanin, queen. Keep doing what you're doing. And, and Haley... Listen, I'm just I'm just waiting for that because you know you go get some certain looks, G. You already got we already got like some weird old furry niggas, but you might convert me when I see you um, playing uh, Ariel in The Little Mermaid. So I'm just looking for that. And then once that Disney contract is over, I know you finna go crazy. So shout out to you as well. Shout out to y'all, y'all twins, bro. Twin melanin queens. Exactly. Keep doing keep doing God's work. Exactly, y'all, y'all carrying, y'all gonna carry this this decade. We appreciate y'all, dead ass. But we go ahead and episode on that note. We appreciate you niggas for listening. As always, uh, make sure you copy some you tweaking media merch on uh Teespring. Search, uh, search us on search you tweaking media on Teespring, and go ahead and copy a, a t-shirt, long sleeve hoodie, or face mask, please, and. Make sure if you're on YouTube, like, subscribe, comment, share. Above all, share. I'm, like I'm really going to stress sharing here. Uh, if you're on SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, share, subscribe, follow. If it allows you to rate, rate. But share. You know, we, we need them share numbers to go up a little bit. Like, same way how GameStop uh, trade share numbers going up. Help us out, man. We, we, need, y'all to, we, need, we need y'all to... Um, Bet with us, increase exactly. our uh, our increase our numbers. G, like, like, do that. So, but we appreciate you guys. Also, make sure you follow us on Twitter at the Black Otakus. We're the one and only the Black Otakus on there. So, make sure you follow us on there. We appreciate you niggas for listening as always. And peace, Johnny. Peace out.